This is Grecia. And welcome back to the Full of Brown podcast. What up, what up, y'all? How have you been? I've been good. Yeah? I've been better than last week. So we're we're making progress. Yes. I do want to say that this morning I was so disappointed in myself. Why? Because so I went to Target and I bought some new work pants. And And (gasps) I was so sad. You want me to tell you something? What? I bought some pants. And they did fit. No. I I went down a size. Good. Yeah, but now everything's falling off. Like (laughs) (laughs) I went into work and my pants fell off this morning. Put a belt on. I I, it's on the last loop. Well make some other loops. I gotta have to, but Th- that's what I did, and now I don't have to use them because <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Like I tried to do it with like a kitchen knife, or not a kitchen knife, but like a sharp knife, and it just doesn't do it. Like I ended up ripping it off. I think that they're like burn it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I do like a pin. I did see this like uh, infomercial for a belt, uh, oh. a hole puncher one uh-huh. time, but I can't find it. Yeah, but anyway. Anyways, so tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it on the podcast. So I have to do it now. So tomorrow morning. Yeah. I have to go meet with this coach to start working out every morning at 5 a.m. That's early. It's early, but I gotta do it. Why can't we do it at night? I said we. I'm, I'm not gonna go with right. I need to. I need to. I really do need to. Because when I did it, it was really helpful, like mentally. It is. But like my evenings are just so busy. Like if I'm not here, I'm at the golf course with Brandon, or I'm yeah. on the trampoline with Jillian. So I'm just like. But that's almost exercise, though. But it's not enough. No, yeah, it's not. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Keep us how, updated. Yeah, I'll keep y'all updated. Yeah. I need to lose weight, y'all. It's not even like physical. Like to me, it's not physical because I don't feel like I look bad. You know what I mean? Okay. I used to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> until um I looked myself in a body mirror. <gasps> that scared the hell out of me. Yeah, I ain't gonna do and all I was that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do something about this. <laughs> and I've tried like off and on. You know, it's it's super hard, especially oh, yeah. like being bigger mm-hmm. than the normal losing weight. You know, whatever. Right. It's really really hard. It's just so hard. And like to me, like so. When was it's it? mentally draining too to keep looking at yourself. Yes. No. But Monday, I went to go play indoor soccer because I play oh. indoor soccer on Monday yeah. nights. And, like, I was just so full of energy. Like, I came home, and I wanted to clean, and I wanted to just, like, do everything. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe if I were to start working out, like, I wouldn't feel like a dead zombie by 10 o'clock. See, when I did it in the morning, I felt like a dead zombie. But, I don't know, working out gives me energy. Like, it just, like, woohoo! Does like, it, it like, to, <laughs> like, I guess it just hits everybody differently. Right. No, yeah, for sure. And so, I don't know, but I have to, like, uh, to me, it's more mentally than physically, because I just Uh, don't feel like I'm, like, big, big, you know? Yeah, you're not, no. Like, 
I don't feel like even after I've had a child, like I, I just don't feel it. Excuse me, but mentally, I'm just like, this is this is dumb. Like, I can't be like, I don't know. I just can't. I, yeah. I, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like, it's mentally draining. And I think that's why my energy is so low, too. Like, I feel like if once I start working out, like, I'll be more productive and, yeah. you know, just have more energy in me because I've always like... I haven't always worked out, but when I do work out, like the times I was consistent for like a month, like I just felt so good. And once I stop, it's just like. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. Yeah. Keep us updated. And maybe by the time we do this again and we talk about this again, I'll be like, guess what? I fell down the treadmill again. (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason why I stopped going. I keep falling off stuff and then people never help me up. Oh, I know. That's so sad. Bitches. Go outside and walk. Go to the park. You want to go to the park? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want me to go outside and walk? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Why? The treadmill's worse. It's bad for you. What's the difference? The the floor. Something about the surface. Oh. I mean, yeah, that does make sense. I mean, I, I have a treadmill. I hate running on it, but sometimes that's like all I can do. But see, when I did the gym, I was I could be on the treadmill for an hour and a half. Dang. Yeah, like I lose time. That's until I fell. And you just walk. Yeah, I mean, walk and then speed walk. I tried jogging once, but then everything shaked. So I'm like, <laughs> I can't. Wait I'm like, I can't do. I can't do this. Everybody let's just, let's go walk. Yeah, let's go walk. I can do walk. I was supposed to go with uh um uh like uh. Dang it, what's George? the name? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> oh, good karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he does uh, walks for like his company or his company, his business. Uh-huh. And I wanted to go for the hot dogs. But I was like, once I'm there, you know, might as well just start walking. Yeah. And get used to walking with other people. Because uh-huh. I think that's what, as I have really high anxiety. So like seeing strangers look at me. That You're just like, oh my god, why are they yeah. looking at me? And I think that's like a lot of people, honestly. I mean, yeah. Like, I hate going to the gym because I feel like I don't know. I don't. I don't think I. I feel like I'm not doing like the postures correctly. I'm not doing. I'm not lifting it correctly or whatever. And I just feel like people are gonna stare at me, and I'm just like, quit staring at me. Stop. And then when there's really good looking people, yeah, and they're looking like models, and I'm over here looking like, <laughs> like a dishwasher rag. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you don't go to the gym dressed up. But these people look dressed up. Even though they're not wearing any sleeves or whatever, they'll look like Mario Lopez. I'm over here not looking like Mario Lopez. (laughs) So I'm like, it's intimidating. It is. No, for sure. Yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah, we will. So uh, I'll I'll push you. You you push me. Andale. Where are you pushing me to? To go get help. (laughs) You can get hot fries, really, Tony? You got to earn your walks. Whatever. That's why I said no to a beer today. (laughs) (laughs) Stick with me and get a diet drink. Or those soda waters. Don't tell me it's worse. (laughs) I cannot afford those news right now. (laughs) This is what's keeping me going. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about diet soda. If I'm going to drink a soda, I'm going to drink a soda soda. Yeah, well, let me know how it goes. <laughs> I, I can't do that. Like, I need, I'm guys so used to this that I can't go back to regular. To regular? I just don't like the, like the diet flavor. Get Coke Zero or Pepsi Max. Those two taste the same as the regular thing. Really? Yeah. Mm. 
stick with me. <laughs> I'm telling you. I know all the diet okay, secrets. I'll, I'll follow you. Okay. I'll, you follow me for food. I'll follow you for the workout. Andale. There we go. Okay. We're a good team. Let's do it. Yeah, but we should probably introduce our guest. Yeah, we We've should. Been rambling. <laughs> you guys, you're just looking at us like, are these bitches going to be done talking to? Right. Like, we're just like are, are they going to introduce me? Because I want to talk too. <laughs> Jorge Guzman, welcome to the show. I'm sorry. Hello, welcome hello. Back. Oh yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. How does it feel being back in the on the on the humble home? It feels amazing, man. Does it? It does. Does it feel like home? That's my goal. It does. I hope everybody that comes here feels like home. The first time that I came, I was really anxious. Yeah. And nervous. Yeah. It's- everybody is. I feel yeah. you were super anxious oh, the first yeah. time she came. She's had, like, I'm fine, fine. Then we started talking. <laughs> I know you. Get, you get, people are like, I can hear it in your voice. I'm like, yeah. yeah. But and all first season, that's how I was too, though. Really? Like, yeah. Now you're a pro. Look at you. Not well. I'm not a pro. I'm just more comfortable doing it now. But yeah. definitely not a pro. Hopefully, I'm, I'm getting there soon. But you know. Oh, you're there. No, yeah. you're there. Yeah, Aww. you're you're there. And you have help. You're, of course, you're I have great help. Yeah. You're here. Yeah. We're both pros. I'm I'm just an echo. (laughs) Girl, please. You're not no echo. And you know that. You compliment each other well. That's what it is. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's fun. But yeah, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. No, you're always welcome to this place. And, you know, we can, with you, I can talk about anything, like literally. And we just proved that because we were talking for about an hour and a half now. And, you know, we forgot to hit record. (laughs) But it's okay. I know. I was like, all right, we got to stop and we got to record yeah. this because this conversation is about to get too But that's good. how you know it gets good because <laughs> yes. we did that the last time too. We did. But I think that's what it is, is we don't have a topic. Like I asked you, I said, what's going to yeah. be our topic? And I don't know. Like, no, we'll let's just out. speak from the heart. Yeah. You know? Tony's the worst. I'm just yes. kidding. We talk about a lot of things in a short <laughs> period of time. She so. says she's kidding, but yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. there's a truth to every, I'm kidding. To every joke. Yeah. Yeah. To every joke. Yeah. No. No, there's just Tony sometimes... can just talk about anything, and we're like, yeah. okay, we need to focus on something, though. And he's like, but I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> but because I put really pressure on myself a lot, he really does. I'm like, dude, we can talk about anything. And I, at first, you no, you introduced me to that. You introduced me to that to be spontaneous. Oh yeah. Before she came along, I couldn't be. No. Well, obviously with you, I was. Yeah. And with Helen, I was. Yeah. But normally, pr- before them too. I always had to have at least an idea of what where I'm going, mm-hmm. and probably y'all three helped me out get out of that little hole. Because I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't allow myself to be creatively free. I don't know. To me, it's just like I do. Yeah. I don't even do a lot, but it's just like so much races through my mind every day that it's just like I have so much to talk about. Like I don't need a topic. Let's just talk about my day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's good too. You have to have the right person though. Because sometimes right. you may ask a question, they're like, no. Or I don't want to talk about that or yeah. move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a gift like that yet. Mm-mm. That have been like, no. Like, no, I don't want to talk about that. Normally, everybody's pretty. Yeah. And like, if we have a topic, we usually ask like... Beforehand. Yeah. You know, is there anything <laughs> yeah. we shouldn't ask? Or yeah. you don't want us to ask you? Yeah. And everybody's been like a pretty open book. They're like, no, just ask me whatever you want. I'm like, all right. Cool. Until they hear it and they're like, oh, shit, I forgot I said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me. Stuff that I've said. And I here like, in the podcast? Yeah. But I think people come here, too. Like, they kind of understand. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not that it, you focus on on those topics, yeah. but it, we just get there. Like, yeah. it's, it's such a easy flowing conversation. It, mm-hmm. We just open up. Yeah. So yeah. I think some people, they just have to not get in that mindset, but understand, like, you may just talk about things that you're 
at that point you're comfortable right now mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that's why yeah, yeah it's a lot of healing i feel like we've been through yeah or at least facts. me i've been through a lot of healing oh yeah because episode one i was not coming in here talking about depression and mental health and mm-hmm. after i heard it it was like man that yeah was, like I, I said, heard, healing it yeah. Was, yeah i heard a lot of comments on your episode it's still yeah. one of the top six episodes oh wow is it yeah mm-hmm. it was I, awesome. I just thought it was healing for myself and i, yeah. and I like i said if, if, if it, my story can help somebody else open up and be okay with their problems just find the help then yeah. why not and i'm still you know I, there's still times where i'll go back and listen to it and just okay Same. like it's gonna be okay you know yeah. Like, yeah. we're gonna get through yeah, it. yeah it's a good reminder to yourself like yes. yeah you're gonna yeah. be good of course yeah and i think this is like the cool thing about not just being a part of the podcast but being able to talk to everybody like yeah because everybody has a different story, you know, everybody that's came here, you know, shares something different. And so you just like, you can connect and then you can come back and listen and like reassure yourself and all this other things. And I'm just like, it's amazing. Like, yeah. And that's what I love about it. And it, it's what excites me. It's like, you know, I can talk about this today and I might not even remember it tomorrow, but like next week I'm yeah. like back down and then I just hear it and I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. Right. I, I've done that. I've gone back to some episodes and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. I I think I told you that the last time, like I've realized how much I have learned and how much I have healed the stuff that I didn't know that I had problems with, especially on that episode when we yeah. started talking, I didn't think we knew it was going to get there, but hearing it back, it was like, man, I was messed up Yeah, and you don't realize it, which is good for therapy. And that's what ter- therapy does. Yeah. And I mean, maybe because, and I'm not trying to put you on the spotlight, but yeah. you haven't been to therapy yet Yeah, and that's okay this is your therapy this is what's helping you heal yeah and as long as you have something and someone that's helping you heal like you're good yeah you know like you don't have to go to a therapist in order to heal because that's that's what therapy is is you going talking to somebody and them hearing you yeah the only difference is that they're making a whole lot of money right 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 i'm not getting paid to help you you know yeah And, and i mean don't get me wrong like some stuff my therapist has taught me like I would have never, like, there's just things, like, that he, like, suggests and recommends for me to do and stuff that you, you might of. not be yeah. able to tell me that. And I might not be able to tell you that. Or, you know, like, I don't want to, I've always said, and I especially, like, on the podcast, like, if anybody needs any help, like, I'm always here. But then I really think about it and I'm like, I am here, but... I'm not because I don't want to tell you something, one, that you're not ready to hear, that you might take it wrong or, you know, it might just be something that it's not what you need. And so a therapist, you know, they study all this stuff and they know exactly, well, not exactly what you need, but they have more of a better idea than what I do. Like, I'm going to just go based off my experience and based off like how I see things. And so you might not see things like that. And so I don't know what to tell you. Like, I might yeah. just mess you up even more. Like, Yeah, but the thing is that trauma bonds people. Yeah. So Or, like, things that you find similarities in. Like, it helps you understand you by looking at the other person. Yeah. And then it brings healing to yourself by healing the other person. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. No, yeah, I get it you. does. Yeah. And I think you don't help up to a certain extent, kind of like what she says. Because yeah. you may say something in my come off Mm -hmm. the wrong way or it might just not come off the way that you want it to because after our episode i had a lot of people that reached out too and 
I didn't. That's good. I didn't even. I did not know that so many people had the same. Mm-hmm. Like I guess not issues, but they were holding it in just like I was. Yeah. And it's you know, it's like okay, let me let's talk about it, and yeah. maybe I can help you. But kind of like she says, I can only do so much, right? Because I'm not an expert. You know, I, yeah. maybe the way that I help myself or how this is helping me, it's not gonna be the way that it helps you, right? So maybe at that point, maybe you do need to seek out yeah. the help, kind of like yeah. I did. Because even after that, I was still going to therapy, and unfortunately, I've been in and out because of COVID and other yeah. things. But mm-hmm. it has helped, and maybe you know that's what some people need. Yeah, yeah. With me, uh, therapy, because you were like, you haven't gone yet, you know, and I haven't. I think because it terrifies me of healing certain things that are so painful. Yeah, no, like, for there's sure. There's so many things. Like with this podcast, I've learned how many things I've had hidden mm-hmm. that I didn't realize. Yeah. So like I know that once I go to a therapist, the healing is going to get intense. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cause me to, I, I mean, I guess I'm not going to know how to react. You know what I mean? And And it's okay. And I am going to go. And I feel like I'm mentally preparing my soul and body because I feel like once my mental health is clear, then my body comes next. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, yeah, Yeah. for sure. So it's like, okay, so I'm mentally preparing myself for the huge change Mm because it's going to be a huge change. I'm For the time I've known you, Mm -hmm. you're a big overthinker. I am. So I just just don't want you to overthink the healing process and you're making up uh, and you make up this story in your head mm-hmm. that might not even happen. Oh um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It will happen. You will go to therapy whenever you're ready. I am not here to pr- push you. I'm here to encourage you because yeah. I know you need it and I yeah. know you want it. Um, but I'm not here like Tony, have you gone to therapy? Have you called a therapist? Like, no, yeah. I'm not here to do that. You I mean, know, I got the number. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm not here to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to support you in whatever you decide to do. Just and and I'm saying that because I do that. I make up these stories in my head and I do it a lot with like my relationship with Brandon. Like I just get into my head and I'm like making up all these stories and my therapist is like why why get ahead of yourself if it if it hasn't even happened yeah like cool we do do that a like lot. quit doing that to yourself like yeah. you're holding yourself back yeah yeah and i think that's what it is kind of like we said like we can't push you until you're you make that step because you're ready mm-hmm. yeah. but you also can't hold yourself back yeah right because yeah. you're never gonna no, yeah. be ready just how we were yeah. talking about earlier about being parents like you're never ready like you're always going to think about something. You're always going like, to be like, oh, I'm the worst mom. I'm the worst dad type of thing. But it's just, it's it's what comes with parenting. Mm-hmm. And for you, that's what's going to come with healing. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever is going to come, it's going to come. But you can't, I don't want to say you can't prepare yourself, but you can't. Like, yeah. because you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't know what he's going to say and what he's going to suggest. And, and maybe you just talking to like an actual therapist might be the only thing that heals you yeah honestly yeah because like i've said before when my first therapy session like i cried so much so much same and i was like he handed me the tissue box i was like i'm gonna need another one but next time i'm gonna bring one he was like no you're fine laughed it off i haven't cried ever since really i haven't cried ever since but it was because my first session i knew what i was going to i knew what i was going to do yeah and i knew that i needed to lay everything out from from the beginning to the end 
You know what I mean? And so, like, I just cried. Like, I, I remember I just cried so much. Like, my eyes were puffy. Dang. Like, that's how bad I cried. That's a good cry. It was, it felt so, it felt so good. You put it out on the table. And then that's the thing is you go for the first time and you're kind of like, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. And you don't know what they're going to ask. And you're mm-hmm. no, you don't know how you're going to feel. But the moment you realize, like, they're not going to judge you. Mm-mm. They want to get to know you. And they yeah. want to know what it is that's bothering you, hurting you. What what are you keeping inside? And yeah. it's kind of like her. You leave it all out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, all this weight is off my shoulders. Yeah. Whether you cry or you, whatever, you know. Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with what we were talking earlier, like before we hit record, that because I did so much for other people, mm-hmm. my family, close friends, uh I've learned to build up a wall mm-hmm. and it's hard to put that wall down. Mm-hmm. Now with this podcast, I've learned to do that with certain people, mm-hmm. but I, I, I know that I've gone perfect in creating this, I don't want to say persona, but like this, this side of me that I'll let people hear. Like, it, yeah. like I feel like I can control how deep I can go. Right. But because of so many traumatic experiences with like parents and, you know, Coming from Mexico and, and, you know, being raised here. And like we were talking about learning mm-hmm. English so soon. And like yeah. all those things that you don't realize, like it toughens you up. Right. No. Yeah, yeah for sure. And like we build walls and those walls need to come down eventually. Mm-hmm. You know. And and maybe just for like that part, like that healing part, because it's something that that's going to have to happen. Yeah. If you want to heal. Yeah. And if you want, you know, so I think, and I, and I think you do, and you'll get there. Um, just quit. Don't hold yourself back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what it takes and where it's going to put you in life. Mm-hmm. You're just scared. Yeah. You're scared. Because I was scared. Of, yeah. And I mean. What convinced you? Yeah. I was tired. Really? I was tired of being depressed, sad, crying myself to sleep. Like, you get to a point. I think yeah. you do get to a point where it's like enough is enough. Like, yeah. you know what you need. You just build that wall, like you say, and you have yeah. to break it down. Like, obviously, this has helped you. Kind of like sports for me was was my relief. Yeah. Running, you know, I hated running, but I've, you know, running helped me calm myself down, clear my mind. Mm-hmm. But when I stopped, it was like, okay, I, I need help. Like, mm-hmm. enough is enough. And yeah. I was just scared. I didn't want to, you know, I thought therapy was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, people were going to look down on me, but it, it's not. And Therapy is something that I guess it can help anybody, whether you've had traumatic experiences or not. Yeah. Therapy can can just help you in yeah. general. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. Uh, so how old were you when you started therapy? That was what? Three years ago, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I only went to start going to therapy after I got with my with my wife. Like right. a lot of things happened and, you know, me and her talked and it was like, I need to go to therapy. Like it took me literally mm-hmm. just recent. Like it hasn't been like long time like it's, yeah. it's recent and it's helped it's made a, a huge change in my life yeah because how long have you gone to therapy for i just started this year in january okay and how what, how do you feel like from the moment i guess pre-therapy to post i guess um, current therapy no i the change is like like i feel like i still have a lot to work on obviously um but I feel so, like, just so eased with life. Like, there's so many things I can understand now that I couldn't understand back then. And I'm just like, 
why? Like, why, why, why can't, you know, things go this way when they're going that way? And it's just like, because that's just how life is. Yeah. Like, we can't control everything. As much as we want to control things, we can't control everything. We can only control what we do, mm-hmm. what we say, you know? But other than that, we can't, we can't control everything. Like, I don't want to say I'm getting like, dep- I don't, it's not depressed, but it's like, my son is being like getting really attached to his dad, which is a great thing. Like, I don't, you know, but it's like, I feel like left out, like, and he's so rude about it. Mama, no, go away. I don't want to talk to you. And I'm just like, damn boy, like, what did I do to you? Like, why do you feel that way towards me? And so, and this is where I go. And I put these stories in my head because growing up, I was like that. I was like that with my mom, like, I, and my dad, like, don't hug me, don't kiss me, don't even look at me. Like, I was rude, you know? And I'm just like, maybe this is just payback, you know? Maybe, maybe this is just karma and, you know, I'm getting treated the way I treated my parents and I have to learn how to accept it. And, you know, if he wants me around, he wants me around. And if he doesn't, he doesn't, you know? And so I talked to my therapist and he was like, really? Like, why are you making the story in your head? Like, why are you telling yourself that? He was like, where was your son when you were growing up and doing this to your parents? I'm like, what? Like, he wasn't even born. Like, I was a little kid. He was like, exactly. Like, your son didn't know you. How did he know you were like that to your parents? He was like, you need to stop that because that's hurting you. And it is true. You know, like there, we have our time where he's all over me. And he wants to, you know, he'll come lay on me and he'll tell me he loves me and blah, 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 blah. But right now that because his dad's a teacher. Okay. And so um, he worked part time during the summer. And so um, he's but he's still been able to spend a lot of time with his dad more than with me. And so that's where that comes from. You know, like he's more with his dad than he is with me. And that's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. It's not that my son doesn't love me or that I'm just a horrible mother. But we just put these like stories in our head mm-hmm. that just... You make up these scenarios. Yes. But it's like, you know, kids have these stages too. Yeah. So, and, and I get that because I had these conversations with my therapist where it's like, Okay, let's talk about your childhood. Let's talk about your no. parents. And it's like now things are coming back that I never thought that I could remember. It's just yeah. I blocked them. Yeah. And it's like it's it's impacted decisions that I'm making now, mm-hmm. the past few years. And it's like, okay, now it's starting to make sense. And and I because I was making those stories up, I was trying mm-hmm. to correlate things. Yep. Like, this is because of this, this yeah. is because of that. And it's like, no. It's just your mind saying, yeah. like, you can't let that go. Mm-hmm. So now when you go to a therapist, you're like, okay, let's work through them and mm-hmm. stop trying to correlate. Because I was like that, too. I was a really controlling person. Like, yeah. everything in my life, I had to contr- had to have control. Right. And so I think that's what led me to depression is I cared too much about social media. I cared too much about what people thought. I cared mm-hmm. too much about oh my God. being in control of every aspect yes. of my life. And then you realize you're never going to have control of your life. Yeah. You're going to drive yourself crazy trying to control what people think of you yeah. what, what you're what you're gonna eat what you're gonna do like mm-hmm. so now it's yes i'll have my my agenda but mm-hmm. a lot of things they're gonna happen regardless they're gonna happen and yeah you, and you cannot control that yeah yeah no i i've oh i've stayed away from social media for a while sometimes just because i it, it's not that 
I'm jealous of everybody on there. Mm-hmm. But there's there comes a point where my mind is really weak, and I look at all these people, random people that I probably never even met. I was like, look at these hoes being happy, mm-hmm. and you know, and and it's not them. When you realize it's you, and like, then I get mad all over happy. again at me. Because yeah. I was like, well, okay, okay, okay. Nobody can have a, such a good morning at breakfast. Like, you know, yeah. like what? And I, I do do that. I make up scenarios in my head, like of the people that I see every day on mm-hmm. social media. I was like, hmm. And then it makes me question myself. Like, well, that's that's the bad thing about social media is a lot of times yeah. these people don't have it that great. Mm-mm. They they make it seem because you're looking at a picture, yeah. you're looking at a video. Mm-hmm. How do you know that's really happening? A lot of times they're just putting a show. Yeah. And that's when I realized, like, I need to stop worrying about social media so much. And I think that's why Instagram, I don't know if you guys read a while back, they took off, you know, where you can see the likes yes. was because people, people were, were like freaking going crazy. Out. Like you were doing something. To get likes. Yeah. TikTok is like that. Yeah. You make a TikTok to get famous, to yeah. get millions of likes. likes. And and for what? Yeah. Likes yeah. from people you don't know. Yeah. No, like, I had a friend that was on another episode and she was talking about how her daughter gets so butthurt that she would mm-hmm. get three likes on TikTok mm-hmm. and her cousin would get 500. And she was like, I cannot believe that, like, this is how we validate ourselves now. Yeah. It's yeah. like we validate ourselves be, by looking at other people the way they look at us. Yeah. It's a popularity contest. Yes. And, and no, go, go ahead, go, go ahead. Go, go, go. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. It's okay. No, I, I've like, um, I think it was like ever since I moved to Oklahoma. No, it started when I was in Vegas. But anyways, I followed, like, I've always been into like YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, these vloggers and you know the majority of them are in california never met them they probably don't know who the heck i am yeah type of thing and like so that's where i started to see like the whole youtube world you know like these people doing all this stuff like and then like makeup tutorials or like family channels and all this stuff and like they get to a breaking point where Mm -hmm. they're like fuck like what did i get myself into like yeah now my now everything i do is being watched and i'm getting judged and it's just like oh i don't know if i would want that like i can care less about how many likes i get on a picture because for me getting i don't know 40 likes on a picture to getting five thousand likes and being bashed mm. i I will remain with my, you know, with the followers I have because that is just insane to me. Like I cannot, like I can't picture myself like what those YouTubers go through and and I'm, you know, not just necessarily YouTubers, but just like famous people too. Like what they go through being bashed by, you know, people that they don't even know and people that don't even know them personally. Like it's just so mind blowing. And for like people here locally that i know that like do all this like instagram blogging thing like if you got a business and you're trying to promote your business that's something different yeah but what but to me it's like when you're trying to make money off of like like uh i don't know by sharing codes i don't know how these people do it but like there's this one person i won't put their name out there but it's just one person here Yes, here in Oklahoma. And when they don't get the likes on their pictures, like they post, they make a post and they don't get the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. The word? They'll, they'll go on their story. Can you guys please go like this picture and comment? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, 
if they don't like the picture, it's because they don't like the picture. Damn yeah. it. Like, you can't be making people and begging people. Like, why? Like, are we really there? Yeah. yeah. That's how sucked in with like, that. I've seen people not do that, but I've seen people delete the picture. And post it again. At a different time. That is crazy. Just really? And it's like, why? Or change the caption or change something. It's like, why? Why are you... Like, if I'm posting something, I got to the point where I'm going to post what I want. Right. I'm going to post a picture of a soda. I'm going to post a picture of a soda. My kids, I don't care yeah. whether you like it or not. That's for me. A lot of times to go back and, and look at and look yeah. at it. Like, Snapchat. I like Snapchat because a year ago, yeah. two years ago. And yeah. it's like, I see my kids and they're yeah. so little. And a year ago, and it's like, I don't care whether yeah. you like it, you don't like it. Like, Well, see, when I first got Instagram, I didn't, I didn't used to have a lot of social media uh, for whatever reason. And then when I did, the first picture I put was my mom. Mm-hmm. And I only got like five likes. And I remember I was like, maybe I did it wrong. Because I went by what people told me what Instagram was. Mm. So it's basically, in dummy terms, this is what they said. You post something on there. It's for people to start liking you and making you popular with society. Mm. So I was like, okay. But I mean, I don't need that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for what? So whenever she only got five likes, I was like, are y'all saying my mama ugly? <laughs> And and it somehow it tricks you into thinking for them. Yeah. And, yep. and and for somebody that suffers with mental health, it takes a toll. It's anxiety. Because mm. think, yes. think about it. You and me could take a picture together. We might get five, ten likes. Mm-hmm. Me and you take a picture together. Now we're talking about 40, 50 likes. Yeah. yeah. And it's what people, I guess, like. Per, like. Yeah, like to see. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll post a picture of me running five, whatever. My wife will post a picture of herself and it's now 100, 150 likes. Like yeah. that, that is the society that we live in is yeah. people will post what people want to see. Mm. And a lot of times that, those are the accounts that have 10,000, 15,000 followers yeah. because they're posting right what these people what want to see. see. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know. I couldn't like as much as like we're on social media because of the podcast, like me personally to like put myself out there i'm just like i'm cool like if it happens it happens but i'm not gonna like sign a contract and like have to promote this stuff every time and yeah. it's just like if that were to happen like i think it's like it's not a goal of mine but if somebody would be like a sponsor come up to me or, or us like yeah. just as the whole podcast like that'd be dope but it's not our goal no yeah because i feel like that is so draining it is like having to oh, post God. a picture like i know youtubers like they would they would get sponsored by like fashion nova or Shein, and like they would literally have to get ready just to post a picture because it's part of their contract yeah like oh you have to have good lighting <laughs> oh, yeah. you have to have yeah. like yeah. you have to dress up and it's not like a t-shirt and some shorts like yeah it was like fancy clothes yeah. and heels like nah what if i don't feel like doing that today <laughs> for a picture though when you think about it like yeah how... take a picture go home and change yeah and i think that's the thing with youtube is a lot of it is fake oh yeah you have to fake it like yeah. there's no way you're just happy not going 24 7 365 there is no way nobody's like that yeah so but that's where the editing comes into play like you're just seeing the good moments yeah but i've seen a lot of youtubers throughout their careers mm-hmm. like break down yeah you see well, a completely like, different side i'm sorry to interrupt no, you like with simone uh oh, the athlete i'm glad you brought it up because oh, i wanted to yeah. talk about that okay so i've seen so many people bash her 
And I was like, why? Like, she had the nerve, the courage to tell people, I'm not okay. Like, to me, that's that seems really worthy, yeah. like, to be able to admit that. But everybody, well, not everybody. That, that's not true. Some people were really supportive of her. A lot of people, actually. But the people that I did see bash her, I was like, wow, like, really? And then you wonder why people don't open up. Yeah. And you wonder why people don't go get help. It's like, we're being cyber bullies. And because with cyber, you know, internet, whatever, we get to hide our faces. Mm-hmm. Like, we get to pretend to be somebody else. And, and, and you can say whatever the hell you want. And you get away with it. You know, but I bet you wouldn't say that to her face. Right. right? <laughs> I mean, she worked her ass out to get yeah. there. And, it. I mean, she's been going through a lot, too. Yeah. And, like, people just bash her. So, I, it makes me think, like, what? <sighs> she's somebody that's, like, super out there, you know? Yeah. Like, how will people react if I were to say, I can't handle this? You know, I, I need help. Yeah. I don't know how that would go. I mean, I'm not that kind of person that I would do that. Right. But I'm just saying, like, w- having mental health issues is so anti, you know, uh, society. It's so, like, against what everybody does on social media. Yeah. So, I mean, she did what she had to do. Yeah. No, I give her props. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you for speaking up and, you know, having the courage to do that because... I'm sure not a lot not a lot of athletes do. Yeah. Just because they they see all the pressure, they feel the pressure and maybe that just that's just what keeps them going and they're going to keep going and maybe they do it just for the paycheck whatever it is, but yeah. she was just like, "You know what? I can't. I'm done." And she's really young too, isn't she? Yeah. How old is she? Do you know? I don't know if she's even 20. Let me let's google it real quick. Um, I think so. I mean, she has to be a little bit. Because while we while we find that, it's also it goes back to the whole popularity thing. Because think about it, it's kind of like you said, whether you're an actor, actress, yeah. uh, athlete, whatever, you're constantly seeing their life twenty four seven. So you they always have to give their best face, yeah. their best face. And if they were to come out like her and say, "Hey, I, I can't do this," yeah, you're bashing her. Kind of like Tony said, if I go out and say, "You know what? I can't do this." nobody's gonna bash me yeah. like yeah. everything's okay cool whatever you know you're not famous yeah we don't care about you yeah and that's why two people are so scared is because you got these people who lights on them 24 7 we look up to them we want to be like them yeah. yeah we we cannot allow them to not be perfect like they right. have to be perfect and right. that that's how we portray them be but they're not they're human beings at the end of the day yeah. like look about what was it that the track runner Oh, that couldn't go. Yeah, because because she was she smoked she, weed. Yeah. Oh yeah. But she has just lost her mother, and she yeah. smoked weed in a state that was legal. legal. Mm-hmm. So again, she's not perfect. She committed a mistake. She admitted to, it, and she handled it very very well. Mm-hmm. And again, she couldn't go and do it. But why? What was there so much light on it? Mm-hmm. Because she's famous. Because yeah. She's a runner. Because she's going to the Olympics, and that that's what's hot right now. The Olympics is hot right yeah. now. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of times it's like the more famous you get, the more known you get. You're not allowed to to, to have issues. You're yeah. not allowed to mm-hmm. not be perfect. You have to be perfect because no. of social media. Yeah. And I think me, God, I hate saying this. I feel like I say this on every damn episode. But me growing up in church taught me to seriously, you hide your shit under the rug. No. So, but going back to that, why I said that is because whenever I started my health journey about a year ago before covid hit mm-hmm. like i actually started going to the gym mm-hmm. i started we we were on a a competition i thought you, I thought you said <laughs> i started weed i was like what no <laughs> i mean never mind so um 
I remember my friends was like, because I, I was the one that had the most weight. So I was like, oh, you're going to win. Like, you know, we had a competition at the end. Whoever won just kept all the money. Like, oh, go, 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 you know. But the first time I went to the gym, they're like, I, I was the dumb one, I guess, I should say, to start recording everything. And when I started recording myself going into the gym, I've never had an anxiety attack. And I got one. And I was crying. I mean, I, when I'm telling you, like, nasty snot bubbles. Like, I was crying. I don't know why. And my friends was like, you should post, you should start doing that on YouTube. Like, start posting, not the snot bubble, but your progress. Because when you get to your goal, you will be an inspiration. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was like, no. The amount of hate I think I would probably get, you know, it's like, like, I did a TikTok video once talking about a story. I'm not going to talk about it now, but one of the commenters said... Well, you know, you would look really great if you lose 100 pounds. Like, you're so handsome, but you would look better if you lose 100 pounds. So I was like, okay. I laughed it off. But if that had gotten me on a bad day, when my mental health is, like, super low, mm-hmm. I don't know how I would have been able to handle that. Yeah. So it's 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 the thing where I don't like to post a lot on social media because of that. Like, today I might be feeling great. I might post something. Mm-hmm. And the next two days, I might feel like shit. Might and then people it. people comment then. Right. I mean, I don't know, you know? Yeah. And it, it goes back to the society. We're very hypocritical, I guess yes. you would say it. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. you're not going to keep everybody happy. You're not going to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're always going to have people who are going to support you no matter what. Yeah. And then you're always going to have people that are going to try to bring you down no matter what. Right. And the more successful you are, the better you're doing. Those people come out more and more and more. And if you're not, I guess, in, in the right state of mind or in the right, mm-hmm. they catch me the wrong day, like, you yeah. know, we're going to have issues, we're going to have problems, and I'm going to speak up and say something. Right. So I think that that's also the society that we live in. You know, we want to, we, we say, okay, if you have issues, something, speak up. Mm-hmm. But then you have somebody famous who actually speaks up about it, and now, oh, they're weak, or, or they're yeah. this, or oh, they're mm-hmm. that. And it's like, okay, so which one is it? Like, right. you want yeah. me to speak up, or do you want me to be perfect? Because right. you, you're not going to be those those two. Like, right. look at Kanye. How he was, went through whatever he went through, and he's still not okay, but look exactly what happened with Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. But why do we know about it so much? Because he's so famous, because he was with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I could not imagine, like, oh, God. Then this is the reason why I don't want to do YouTube. Because I'm like, YouTube, we get comments. Yeah. Because, like, um, so with the whole thing with Kanye, so he went on a concert, and, like, he went off. Right. So what it was is he, um, I guess he has a new album mm-hmm. um, named after his mom that passed away. Oh, okay. And he had like a, I guess you would call it a viewing where he, he had like a, a host. He hosted a party where he would listen. He listened to his album, but he did it like in a concert. Uh-huh. So anything Kanye does, we know he's going to do it to the extreme. Right. Mm-hmm. So he, I guess, sold out this whole arena and he had everybody listening to it with him. He never spoke. You know, he's been wearing that mask. Right. And he was just jamming out. But I guess, you know, you can tell through his through his mask, like when he was crying and going through all these emotions. But I guess he talks about his mom. But it's like, this dude is still not okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you probably have people praising him and you probably have people still yeah. bashing him. And somewhere like that, you see some of those comments. And like, I can only imagine it's not, it's not making anything easier. No. Like, it's probably yeah. taking him through a roller coaster. I mean... It is, but I'm sorry, but that dude's that dude's a dick. Uh, the, yeah, he you made, think so? 
he used to make good music and he used to be yeah somebody like, that was like okay cool like, you know he's right. awesome but now it's like nah this dude like I don't Tell know. Uh, he he rubbed me wrong when he came at, at Taylor Swift at that one Grammy Award oh. thing. Like, oh, you're going way back. Uh, well, but I think that's when it started. That's though. when it started. Like he just thought he was like this cocky. Like he was just so cocky. Like who are you? He still is. Like look, yeah, he, he he still is. He made a uh, an album with Jay Z, mm-hmm. and then not long after that, he would like talk crap about Jay Z, and I was like, that was like your bro or whatever right. you want to call him and now you're bashing him and saying all these things so it's yeah. like i don't know he he's he's very different and it's crazy that we even brought him up because to like this week at work some some videos on facebook were coming up about like um about kim talking about like her divorce and everything like her relationship with kanye and she says like he's been needing help like she's been trying to get him help and I, I guess he just doesn't want it. And, like, the whole thing, like, him having a church and thinking he's God, like, that is just weird to me. Like, bro, sit your ass down and go get some help. But, again, going back to the thing being in the public eye, it either boosts your ego and oh. it shows who you really are times 10. So it makes it harder for you to get help and to realize when you do need help. Because so many people, yeah, they're going to say, you know, you're stupid. You're dumb. Right. But there's going to be more people praising him for what he does or giving him more uh, attention to where I don't think he's ever going to be able to realize that he needs that help. Yeah. And he, he's getting a lot of attention right now. So oh, I don't yeah. I mean, it. I only remember. I mean, I know him because of who he is and Kim Kardashian. I mean, whatever. But I saw when it, when it kind of hit me was when he, when he was on Ellen on the Ellen mm. show and then he he just ran off and ran and I'm like what like I actually tried to listen to it like the speech he gave and I was like I, I, I don't get anything you're saying at this and, point too though is it is it him actually acting out or does he know when he what he needs to say to stay in the spotlight yeah because mm. I, I can see it I can see him being okay, like a publicity like, stuff like I'm, well he could be a, I'm Kanye yeah. and he probably believes it like you know I'm motherfucking Kanye. Right. Like, yeah. I'm on top of the world. Like, who's anybody to tell me something? Yeah. Um, but it could also be, like, this dude like for real. is doing it. Well, he's just doing it to get attention because yeah. he knows he's going to get it. And I think that's also with, with athletes. You, you're you an athlete. You're, looked, you're looked, up, looked up to. Sorry. You're making millions of dollars. But then as you go through your career, you're not longer as good of as an athlete. Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. making millions of dollars. And how many athletes have we not seen end up on the streets, end up in debt? in jail for whatever reason yeah so i think that yeah dead i mean it, it comes down to that is like you're feeling like you're top of the world but it's like what they say everything that goes up has to come, has down. To come down i mean the higher you are though the harder the fall yes so i think that's what it is too is a lot of times you know you have issues but you're also on top of the world whether it be for you're playing sports you're doing drugs you're doing this you're doing that yeah, yeah. but once it's all said and done one who is really there for you mm. Are they there for you because they genuinely care for you or because you're buying them expensive things? You're giving mm. them a place to live. Yeah. And when all that's done and over with, who's really there for you? Yeah. So I think it's it's tough. I think for athletes, famous people, it's it's a whole different ballgame from them than what it is for, for us. us. Yeah. Because, sure. again, they're in the spotlight 24-7. Mm. We're not. We're in the spotlight, yes, of what? Oklahoma City. Right. The people we know, they're in the spotlight of whole usa sometimes yeah, the whole world, the world, the world. Yeah. so it, it's a different ball game but at the end of the day it's the same thing we're going through mm-hmm. whether yeah. it be depression anxiety whatever it is it's the same feeling the same 
I don't know, we'd call it a sickness or mm, not a sickness, but I don't be, think it's a sickness because I think everybody has some kind of mental issue. Yeah. Like good or bad. Like I believe everybody should go to therapy. If you want to go once a month, once a year, just go. Like, (laughs) you need it. Everybody has some sort of anxiety, uh, mental health issue. I think just some of us embrace it more Mm -hmm. and and notice it, too. And then we, maybe it's a bad thing, but maybe we attach it. And we're like, okay, now I I know I got this issue. Mm -hmm. But then again, you go back to that place where, okay, I know I got it. I'm going to try not to let people see it. Yeah. And you just keep digging yourself. You can't. And I want to say this because I know someone and like they I don't even think he's been diagnosed with anything. But like everybody's like, oh, he has bipolar. He has bipolar. And I'm just like, but it doesn't like he's not a bad person. He just has like a really strong character and it's very ugly. And I'm just like like a jerk. Yes. Okay. And so it's like. Just because y'all think he has bipolar or whatever, it doesn't give him a right to be an ass to whoever he he wants, you know? Yeah. And it's like, for those people, I have, I'm sorry, but I have no sympathy because, like, if you don't want to better yourself, don't don't expect for life to get better for you because right. it doesn't it doesn't work. Like, you have to put the effort and the work to get better. It's not going to just, you know, appear magically you know what i mean and so it's just like so do you think i'm sorry go ahead no so do you think some people know that they have a problem but they glorify themselves through it yeah yes because i never knew i had adhd until i went to therapy and i'm like i would have never like considered myself having adhd i'm like what is that like and so like now that i know i'm like oh Okay, that's why I can be doing this right now. But then my mind is like, all oh, the way over here. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, you know, my therapist was all like, yeah, you have ADHD. And I'm just like, okay, I don't want to take medication for it or, you know, be on any of that stuff because I don't think it's like that bad. Maybe when I was in high school, that could have helped me like focus and, yeah. you know, but now it's just like, you know, I'll deal with it as it comes and it goes but i think people now definitely like oh i have this and i have that and i have that and i'm just like how do you know and the reason why i asked google <laughs> but and that's the thing though <laughs> Go we to the got again to that to that social media where yeah. any you can google something and now you're an yeah. expert and it's yeah. like but are you yeah and i was just asking because like of the people that do shootings or like these people that uh, use mental health as an excuse to do certain to- things, and to me, as a person that goes through mental health issues, I'm like, okay, yeah. And the worst days that I've had, I still don't Never. want to shoot nobody. It goes back to this, though. I will say, I think a lot of times it depends. If you had some traumatic issues, depending on what it is, because some are worse than others. Mm-hmm. You know, abuse, sexual abuse. Right. People use that. You, you. I guess you have the choice, and it depends yeah. to. In what state of mind or how strong you are. Do you yeah. use that to elevate you into a better situation? And if you potentially have kids, give them a better life than what you have. Mm-hmm. Or do you use that and now you you blame, I guess, the world and the universe for yeah. everything that happens in your life? Right. Because I know two people very close to me. Well, one very close. The other one, not close at all. But I know two people and I know one who's gone through a lot. And, and you know, when we hang out, we I hear a lot about it. And it's like, whoa. 
this is bad. Like, you know, you were five, six, seven up until you were a teenager, but you used all these experiences to put yourself in a better situation and it didn't mess you up. You you were better because of it and yeah. now you're doing a lot better. But then on the other hand, now you have somebody who's gone through the same thing, but now, well, because of that, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Because of that, now this is what's happening. And it's like, no, you can't use those experiences and be complacent and say, well, that happened because of this. And right. this is happening because of this. Like, no, that's not how that works, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe that person, we don't know what their backstory is. We don't yeah. know what happens behind closed doors. But regardless, that doesn't give them any right to. to yeah, no, for sure. To be like that. And like another example um, of stuff like that. And it just it blows my mind. And I will I'll, I'll share her story because I don't think she'll ever listen to this because she's in Mexico. But um, <laughs> I have a, I have a cousin. You know, yeah. her mom passed away um, when she was really young, and she has a sister. And so she was a baby, and her sister was maybe like eleven or twelve. I don't know. She was a lot older when her mom passed away, and she her mom. She wasn't, she wasn't like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think she was like a hoe or anything, but she just loved the bad guys. So her baby daddies were bad guys. Like they would just like beat her and talk shit to her and do this and do that. And so this is my mom's sister. So uh, she died just from like health issues. Um, she had like her leg cut off and all that. Uh-huh. I don't know. Diabetic type of, I don't know. I was too young to remember. Um, and so her youngest daughter, my cousin, she's, I think she's like barely 18. She, she got my, her uncle, my mom's brother pretty much adopted her and took her in and raised her and put her through school. Like he's, you know, living good in Mexico. He's a teacher. Him and his wife are a teacher. His kids went to college. I don't know what one of them does. The other one's a teacher. You know, they're, they're very wealthy out there. And so they gave this girl, their, his niece, a good life, you know, and she decides to get a boyfriend. Dad's dad and mom are really not okay with it, but they allow it, you know? And so she decides that she's going to leave, but like run away, leave. Like she doesn't even ask them like, Hey, you know, is it okay that I move out now? No, she just decides to leave. So my aunt's like heartbroken and this and that. And so now this girl is just like living the crazy life. Like supposedly this guy doesn't treat her right, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, why want to repeat the cycle? Like you, you didn't even grow up to know who your mom really was, but you're like repeating her story. Mm -hmm. Like why, why instead of doing better, you know, like if you didn't want to go to college, cool, you don't have to go to college, but do do something better. Like now you don't even work and you're trying to do all this other stuff that's unnecessary because you didn't have to do that. Yeah. And so and that's where I question these people that love to live the cycle life. Like why want to repeat? Are you, like they love to be victims. Yeah, yeah. they love to be victims. Well, uh, and she'll say it all the time. It's because I lost my mom at such a young age. I didn't get to. Okay, and you got taken. You you got taken in by two amazing people. Yeah, that gave you everything. You know, and it's just like 
I told my mom all the time. I'm like, mom, I think it just runs in the blood. And when you were lucky enough that your children didn't get like that, because we have other cousins that, you know, they're like, well, my mom, you know, she's done this, this and this. And that's why I'm like this. Like, no, your mom is like that because who knows what she went through. But you guys were taken in and given a better life. So make a better life out of it. Don't repeat what you went through yeah. and now your kids have to go through it you know you think a lot of times it's just easy to use that as an excuse though? oh for sure because I mean, a lot of times you know healing well you may you know you're doing the wrong thing and to not admit it what are you gonna do you're gonna find the easy way out and yeah blame others and blame others or you're so used you like making those decisions like i forgot what it's called but insanity so mm-hmm. the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result mm-hmm. a lot of people We'll keep going back to the same situation, yeah. expecting a different outcome. And a lot of times mm-hmm. that's what it is, too, is they know what their excuse is going to be. Right. Let me go back to what I know. And sometimes people are just scared to try something different. Yeah. Like I'm a lot of times and I hold myself back. I'm scared to try things that I know are going to be better for me same. and a better outcome. Mm-hmm. But I go back to things that I'm like. Nah, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I'm safe with. Yeah. And it's like, now this is a bigger scale. Yeah. But they keep going back to what they know mm-hmm. when they know what they need to do. But yeah. what are they doing? They're using excuses. Yeah. So it, and it's, it's just, and it's just so crazy. And like, to me, like we go back again, like to people self-diagnosing themselves. Oh, it's because of my depression or it's because I'm bipolar or it's because of this. Like, nah, homegirl, go talk to somebody and let them diagnose you. But again, that's the way you say, that's the easy way that, out. It, it is. And it's just so crazy. Like, I never used to say like, oh, I have depression. Oh, I'm suffering from postpartum depression or whatever, anxiety. Because I felt like a lot of like the YouTubers that I would follow, like they would like take time off of YouTube and they'll be like, sorry guys, I had a very, you know, I went through a, what would they call it? Like a episode, I guess. Yeah, like an episode of, you know, panic attacks or just depression and you got down really bad. And then you see all these people bashing them and it's just like, well, might as well just stay quiet and deal with my problems on my own, you know? And it's just so sad because this stuff is real, you know? Yeah. It is so, 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 so real. Mental health is, it's, it should be your number one priority. And that's why I said earlier, like, I want to start working out. And I promise you, it's not for, like, my physical appearance, but it's, like, my mental. Yeah. Like, I know that working out, just, like, I release so much stress and I don't think about all the negative And, like, I'm just, like, such a more positive person. I just lack the motivation. I get into my head to where it's just, like, I have no energy and I'm just, like just let me be in a dark room by myself and you know and that's depression like that's that's nothing but depression yeah but i think it's kind of what you said i think it's that comfort zone that allows you to sit there and marinate on that like because if you're so comfortable the last thing you want to do is do something uncomfortable that and you're scared yeah yeah you're scared of failure but it's not failures you're learning it's a learning curve. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. nobody's ever going to be perfect at, you know, what they try. Like, I, I look at that bike and who really got the bike on the first try? Nobody. Like, I fell multiple times before I, I got true. a bike. Mm-hmm. So, it's more like I'm just scared of failing and I'm not looking at the bigger picture. It's yeah. like, not everything I do is going to be good. Like, I started my business, Top Bins. I was not the greatest. Mm-hmm. I had to learn a lot. I failed a lot before I got to where I am now. Yeah. So, it's like, it, it's a... 
you're scared. You're scared to try it, and it's kind of you know, what you say. It's easier to just go into the into that room mm-hmm. than getting up, making that drive, or going to the yeah. garage, wherever your gym's at. It's yeah. easier than just going and doing that. But before I forget, though, I think you know you're talking about these YouTubers and how you don't um how when they take a break, you don't want you don't want to speak up on your own. And I know earlier you had you had you, sorry when you said record. Mm-hmm. Let me talk about it in a in a guy's per- perspective. Mm-hmm. And and I just thought about this because it, it brought up a conversation from the last podcast mm-hmm. where for us as I guess men now mm-hmm. or young men whatever you want to want to call us, it's different because of or heritage or or family or upbringing to where mm-hmm. for us it wasn't okay for us to speak up or I guess even men back then to speak yeah. up and say hey I'm not okay like I don't feel okay something's bothering me because you were looked down upon you were yeah. talked down upon and and me for the longest time i think that's why it took me until i was i don't even remember 25 26 somewhere around there to where i said i need help was yeah. because i was brought up still in in that way where I, I was not allowed to to have a mental breakdown i was not allowed to to feel a certain way mm-hmm. i had to push through it i had to work i had to provide i had to do what i need to do yeah so i think for us as men is a lot harder to say, hey, I'm not okay. Hey, I need some time off. Or, hey, I need some time away. Like, yeah. And to be honest, being a guy, having these issues, uh, it, it's really people degrade you really badly. Mm-hmm. Because they now look at you as not a manly person. Is this- or, yeah, and, and, and they discredit your ability so fast and so deep and it's like the nice thing a guy wants to do is feel less of a man right it's like they question your manhood yes and it's that social stigma that yeah again men are supposed to be superior men are supposed to be this but it's we're in 2021 we're we're equal yeah where a woman can be the breadwinner a woman can hold it down and i can be a stay-at-home dad like what's wrong with that like right so it's gotten to the like I think we're we're in a right direction, but there's still a lot wrong to where kind of like we talk about Simone. She yeah. spoke up, but look how much backlash she got. Mm-hmm. So yes, we have the right idea, but when it actually happens, we're not reacting the way that we need to. Yeah, yeah so no, I think, for sure. So I think for a man is yes, I'm going to speak up, but I still have to worry about people. By what people have what to people say. have to say. So I will say like you know I'm about to start a new job at the school mm-hmm. and be a soccer coach. The I'm gonna just going to say it. His name is Mario. And he told me where a lot of people would tell him, like, hey, when are you going to get a real job? Really? And it's like, okay, so why? Because I'm not making, what, $100,000, however much money, what, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having a real job? Like, yeah. you know, what does that have anything to do with anything? Like, right, yeah. Like, yeah. if you enjoy what you're doing, what does it matter? Yeah. You know, like, I- I'm so excited because I get to be with kids, more than anything, special education kids. I think I'm going to learn a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to learn um, a lot about, you know, disabilities and different things. And so I'm very excited. I'm more excited to work with the kids than even being a coach. Mm-hmm. And at first, you know, that was the whole reason is I wanted to be a coach. Yeah. That's why I'm taking this job. Now it's like, nah, forget yeah. the coaching. I want to get the experience and I want to learn and I want to yeah. I want to be involved. Yeah. But it's like, why does it matter? Like, does a job, is it going to determine how much of a man I am? No. Yeah. And it shouldn't determine who I am as a person. You know, it's not, again, it's not high school. We're not in a popularity contest. Yeah. But again, that's society for us. Like, No, it really is. And yeah. especially like, I feel like teachers are looked down so much yeah. just because they get paid so little. Like, the people that go to school and end up being teachers and like, for example, my boyfriend, like, 
he went to school and I'm pretty sure he always stuck to being a teacher. Like physical education was his main thing. Like that's all he cared about. And people like once he graduated, they were like, oh, what are you graduating with? Oh, uh, you know, physical education. You want to be a teacher? Why do you want to be a teacher? And because I like it. Like I get summers off. I get all this yeah. vacation time and I get paid for it and I do what I like to do. Like, and I'm just like, that's another thing what people compete with. I feel like as you're growing up, like you got to go in like a medical field or a law and it's just like whatever makes you the most money and you forget about what makes you happy. Money and social media will do that to you because yeah, yeah, you grow up and you're like, okay, after high school, college mm-hmm. and you can't just go college for anything you have mm-hmm. to do something that's going to make you a lot of money and then we define success mm-hmm. of how many cars you own how big your house is how yes. much money you make but at the end of the day is that really what makes you happy mm-hmm. no so i guess we have that competition installed in us since we're yeah. little and social Literally. media just makes that some that much harder yeah times two and i think a lot a lot of people that's where their health issues or their Mental. their mental health is coming from is from a young age because you're competing from a very young age to be Being, the best in your school and wearing the best clothes yes wearing the best shoes having the best haircut having a clear skin mm-hmm. being skinny Gosh. like like all these things and it's like that just took me back i yeah, know like it's not elevating you it's pushing you down it, it, push, it pushes you down so freaking much like i mean i've been i've been around guys sometimes friends or whatever and like oh what do you do and like, oh, i work at a credit union i work at a bank at a bank mm. uh you don't work in construction <laughs> like, no and and i don't down people that do that right. I, I respect them a lot i've had a friend in high school who her mom was in construction oh that's badass yeah i want to meet her i want to be in construction so bad do you like I if I was a man, I would be a freaking oh lord! I'd be building these bridges right now. <laughs> Please, because we need to fix 29th over there by the highway. Southwest 36. Mm, you need to lord. fix every single highway. I love like my dad was a construction worker, and like I don't know, like I think like that's such a like it's a fucking hard ass oh job. My God, yeah, like yeah. your body is like done by the age of 40 if you start yeah. at a young age. But me, if if it was up to me, I would be like in the construction business and in that part of it. But I'd be like the the mayors, like I'd be telling y'all what to do. Yeah, that's that's what I would be doing. But I don't, I don't know. I never met a woman in, in the yeah. There's just, a lot. Yeah, there, you don't see them often, but there's a lot of women in in that field. Really? Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's a lot to it. I think there's the hard labor part of it. Yeah, and then there's like the blueprint. Like the setting oh, everything mm-hmm. up, so I think there's there's a lot to it. But I've seen women yeah. work construction, like working at Cox. I've seen women being technicians, mm, getting up in people's awesome. attics. Like you know, more power. Like again, we're in 2021. Yeah, equality. Like why right. not? You want to do it? Try it. Firefighters. You know, I've yeah. seen police officers. Like right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, they they made fun of me and like, oh really? Like they see me less of a man for working a hands job. Yeah. And I was and, like, oh, okay. And I think my brother does that too. Like, I'm like, dude, come work, you know, like for the longest. I'm like, you can come work with me. You can come work. With- How am I going to work at an office job? Like, why not? Like, you're it's, not. But it's going back to what you said. It's these mentalities that were really installed in us since we were kids. Yeah. And that's how we know how to think. You know, yeah. we think that catcalling 
is what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, whew, whew, you heard that. <laughs> now we're finding out you're not supposed to do that. No, it's rude. And right. if you do that, I'm going to slap you. Oh, right. I, I can't but, stand man. But we as men are learning. Yeah. The hard way, probably. Oh yeah, uh, but I think slaps on the face, right? <laughs> I think I think my life has been backwards. I think I've done everything backwards. I've learned backwards, and now it's like money. I don't care about money. Like mm-hmm. I can l- l- be happy, live my life, have my bills paid, and be way better off than somebody that's rich, yeah. unhappy, and posting pictures for likes you know i think i've gotten to that point now where it's like i'm okay i don't care what you think i don't care what you have to say because my family's taken care of i know my family's gonna ride for me like i'm okay but again social media will do that for you let's go back in time you remember bebo yes oh i didn't have that no Mm -mm. okay so i had my space we'll get to that one so i think bebo was the first one so do you understand do you remember you ever see it you know how it works (sighs) Not really. So Bebo would have this thing where you would have three hearts every day. Mm-hmm. And you could give them to any one of your friends. Uh-huh. And in your profile, you can see how many hearts somebody had. Dang. And so the person that had the most hearts was obviously a popular person. Right. Now, okay, let's go to MySpace. Mm-hmm. What was MySpace centered about? The top, top friends. My top friends. <laughs> yeah. And what could you do? You could modify mm-hmm. them. And it's like, okay, I don't like you anymore. Let me remove you on my top yeah. friends. Oh, that was hard back then. I got mm-hmm. removed. Yeah. Like, that hurt my feelings. But again, what is that teaching us? Yeah. yeah. Competition. Mm-hmm. To worry about what people think. Like No, and then like the whole background, like the like if you oh, didn't yeah. if you didn't have your profile on if you didn't have the, the the most recent song, if you did the music, the layout everything. The only good thing I got in MySpace was coding. Because that's what yes, it was. It's coding it was your all background. Coding, yes. But again, now you move into Instagram. Shout out, hold you. on, I need to shout out my friend Chena Zyli from Vegas. She did all my coding on Facebook, like on MySpace. Really? Like she would know like how to make the pictures glitch and do the whole slide. Oh, everything. She had it popping. Pop I'm like, I would go over right. and be like, come on, let's do my thing. My <laughs> confession is, uh, I googled this. I found this website that would copy and paste the coding. Yeah, and they would do it for me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there was like easy ways to do all this. But I know people that would code it themselves. Like they would spend hours figuring out the algorithm or whatever. I'm really to learning something. what coding is. What is that? Coding mm-hmm. is like so. I, t- I took so okay again. This is, goes back to me questioning my life where I went to college and I could have had probably a master's degree at this point, but I, I couldn't not necessarily focus, but choose a path. Mm-hmm. I chose, the, uh, I guess, a major, backed out, chose a major, backed out, chose <laughs> a major, backed out. So I was going to be an x-ray technician. Uh-huh. I was going to, um, I guess now it's business management. Then I backed out of that. And then I was going to do like IT, uh-huh. like IT. Well, I took a couple of courses of IT and IT shows you how to code. Okay. And so what coding is, is you can use letters, characters, and you put them in a sequence to make something work. Yeah. So think of it as think of it as a, as a web page. Okay, you, okay. you have a button and you can click on it. You have to put a certain sequence together for that button to work and take you to something else. Oh, okay. So that's what coding is. You're kind of putting the brains into it and putting mm-hmm. it all together for it to work t- Gotcha. As, as, as a unit yeah so that's that's what coding is and so i took that class and i was like all right this this ain't for me like coding name for me like but that's I, what my space was all about yeah that's what my space was but then also you know like i said now we, we talk about a more recent instagram the likes mm-hmm. likes is what you were after or what people were after now yeah. snapchat y'all have snapchat uh-huh. when it first came out what did you have the the best friends uh-huh 
and then the little fire emoji when you and now i see kids nowadays where if you streaks yeah the little streaks where if you if you snapchat somebody for a certain amount of days consecutively you have like a little fire emoji oh some sometimes i see little kids take a picture of their shoe of the ground just because they don't want their streak to die yeah and these streak will have a number so you and me will snapchat today tomorrow and i think i after a certain number that's when it starts so let's just say seven Mm -hmm. and then the next day eight the next day nine like i've seen people with 500 as a number but literally they're just taking a picture of whatever just so they don't lose their streak again that's now built by society oh i have to keep my streak up that that's Mm -hmm. what's going to make me popular but it's not i mean popularity in itself is dumb and stupid yeah but that that's the society stigma that we live in yeah like that ratings you know i mean okay ratings is probably something that i that i do take consideration if i'm in a restaurant i'm gonna look at your right. reviews yeah, that's, that's so maybe different. not ratings but personal like you're how are you gonna rate a person like yeah my what i think of you it might be not what she thinks of you and vice versa so mm-hmm. you can't put ratings on a person but yeah. that's what social media does and a lot of people care about that like so many people have have met me as a first time and said man fuck you're, you're cool like yeah. you're a really nice person never took the chance to meet you because of what so-and-so what? said and that's it, happened to me so many times. And it's like, dude, really? Like, you care so much about what somebody else said mm-hmm. for you to not to come and meet me or, you know, be my friend. And I have a lot of close friends now that that's been the case. Yeah. They didn't like you back then because so-and-so. Like, so many people now, back in high school, you know, I was big. I'm still big on soccer, but I didn't like you because you went for Santa Fe South. And I went from Capitol Hill. And, and I was at Grand. And it's like, so you didn't want to be my friend because of the school that we went to. Like, yeah. okay, that... That makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. And I'm guilty of that because I was that I was that person too. Again, we had that conversation in the first podcast where um, the person that I am now is not the person that I was in because I was right. in, indulged in that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who I wanted to be. That person. I used to lie to people to make myself feel cool to yeah. to elevate myself. And mm-hmm. it's like, how low have I fallen that I have to lie and make up scenarios and make this up to be accepted right no like that you you cannot maintain that again yeah and the whole connie situation Mm -hmm. like you're gonna get to the point where you break down you you start believing things yeah and it's just gonna lead you through through a wrong path yeah yeah it's 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 scary and it's so sad what social media can do to you can we like repeat the the era where like we don't have social media you know like i i wouldn't mind actually (laughs) just because like it's a full-time job for yeah. you to be able to stay in the popular zone and then with people to get to because social media doesn't show the real person oh no so you people are, post what they want what they what what the people want to see yeah like you said what yeah. people want to see yeah or they, they post their their what, the good things out of your day yeah because there's been times where i'll have a great morning but then the rest of the day is shit yeah and it's like all right i'm gonna if I want somebody to see something of me, I'm going to see the morning, like, yeah. the, good, the greatest. So a lot of times people post, you know, the good mm-hmm. and don't post the bad. And they post what you what they know is going to get the likes and not the rest. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of times just post people just post just to post because they know they're going to get likes. So, yeah. I mean. When I first got Snapchat, I used to post actually on my bad days. I don't know why I did that. Mm-hmm. But I would take a selfie and you know, like, this day sucks balls. And I got so much hate for it that people were like, why are you so negative? Like, why are you, like, focusing on, like, no. 
I'm just deciding to show this side to you because people that get to know me in person, I, I, y'all guys can tell me if I'm a horrible person or not. I think I'm an okay person Mm -hmm. in person. Yeah. So in social media, I try to just put stuff that I want to see later on. Like my Instagram, I have so many dumb shit. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to go back to it and like, I want to find that video again. So I just have it. Right. You know, maybe sound like an old person. I don't give. I just remember back then, people were like, why are you being so negative? And I just want you to know that today, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Today, and whenever we were talking last week, when we recorded for this week's episode, you were like, I feel like really bad. And it was really refreshing to hear. Yeah. Not because I want you to have a bad day. Right. But because it's never rare for you to say the truth. Yeah. It's never rare for you to be like, I really don't feel good. Yeah. You know, I really feel like I'm in my feelings or whatever. And and people don't admit the truth now. Yeah. Like they're so accustomed to lying and keeping yeah. such a happy face every day, all day. And it's like uh, I, I don't know. I feel like we should be more honest. Yeah. Y'all might not like me right. being more honest, but And and to me it's like and that's why like I try to be honest like as much as I can. Um yeah. but I also don't like to put out too much negativity because I I I just I don't I don't like putting out that negative energy out to others. But, you know, like today I came on and I I didn't I was just like it was like a reflection like this morning when I was like, damn, these pants don't fit me. Like, all righty, like I have to move up a size or you got it's either. okay, I return them and I went to go get the receipt out of my purse. I was like, okay, so I don't throw it away and I can return them. But it's like, no, you're not going to return them. You're going to go work your ass off so you can fucking fit these jeans. Yeah. You know, because it's just my family, like diabetics, all that high blood pressure, all that stuff runs in my in, in my blood, in my family. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be like my mom and take heart high blood pressure medication. And, you know, she had to get a surgery, like to lose weight surgery because she was going to be, she was borderline diabetic. Like, I don't want to suffer through that. And if I can prevent that, I'm going to do what I can to prevent that. Right. right. Yeah. And so, you know, and I want to, like, like you said, to share those bad days because I don't want to share all these good days. And then one day I'm just like, completely broken down and everybody's like what happened like you were just fine like what's going on like no honestly i wasn't fine like i was just battling everything inside and it's just like now and then that's when people are either going to be there for you or they're going to be like are you really or are you just doing this for attention right type of thing and that's where you have to know somebody because facebook for example you can't judge somebody off facebook no of what they post of what they i guess retweet of what you see you, mm-hmm. you can't yeah and a lot of people that that's how they know a person quote unquote mm-hmm. you know oh i have them on facebook that's my friend yeah but is that really your friend right. or right. are you just because of what you know because mm-hmm. yeah. facebook yeah facebook will tell you a lot of information depending on what you allow them to see right you know your birthday where you work where mm-hmm. you're from what are you doing what are you watching how do you feel yeah. But up until you really check with somebody or talk to somebody, then you really get a feel for that person and and see what kind of person are you. Because I was that person. Something happened. Boom. Facebook. Facebook. Snapchat. Instagram. Something. But now it's like, why? Yeah. I, I'm, mm-hmm. Let me be more private about my life. Yeah. And then that way 
I don't care what people think. People don't have to see everything. But yeah, if, if I'm having a good day, I just did something good, let me post it. If I'm having a bad day, let me post it. Like, yeah. But I'm not going to go all out and write a whole paragraph, a yeah. whole page, because if somebody really cares about me and they want to know about me, they're going to check come, on you. You can check on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's where it comes down to is you may post one thing and then you're not feeling that. Yeah. And now people are like, well, you just posted this. Yeah. Yeah. But I can post whatever I want. Doesn't mean that that's what I'm feeling or that's yeah. what I'm going through. Like I'm posting yeah. just to post. Yeah. Because now Facebook for me is for memes, videos, potentially, yes, check up on my aunts in Mexico, my grandma mm-hmm. in Mexico, but it's not really what it's intended for anymore. Right. I'm just doing it just to pass my time, pass right. my day and then check, you know, like with Tony, mm-hmm. I'll message him. Hey, how are you, man? What's going on? But yeah. that's not on his wall. It's a private message because right. I want to actually want to have a conversation Com- with yeah. him. Yeah. And I think that's different when people do that. When like they actually like genuinely either just private message you or text you. Like it just means so much more. Yeah. Like, I don't know. To, that's just how I feel. But I wanted to comment on like when you would post like negative or not negative, but mm-hmm. you know, people thought you were just being so negative. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this one person that poses a lot of like negativity about themselves and it's just like, but what are you doing to feel better? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to be the, cause I don't even talk to this person like on a daily basis. I just have her yeah. on social media and stuff, but it's just like, oh, like, well, I don't want to say I was negative. I I don't want to say, because like, like, I've seen those people that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they like, just, like, complain about everything. Like, they want attention. Like, they want yes. attention they're, they're, and they complain about everything. And I'm just, like, like, I can go on Snapchat right now and, like, complain about, like, how I couldn't fit into these pants and blah, blah, blah. And that I've just gained so much weight and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, are you doing something about it, though? No, mine weren't really that negative. Right. Mine were more, like, reality checks for me. Mm-hmm. Because Snapchat, you go back. Yeah. And the things that I'm getting now from back then, uh, I really learn more about myself and, and it really tells me how far I've come along. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because I wasn't like, fuck this day, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, oh my God, like Oklahoma driver sucks ass. Yeah. Like something so random. Yeah. But see, I mean, my that- problem. And I think you know this by now. And people that know me by now, my problem is that I use humor to heal. (laughs) So sometimes if I'm in an awkward situation or if I'm having a bad day, my brain automatically goes to how can I make this funny? Yeah. Because that's just how I've survived. Like I (laughs) and it's not funny. But to me, like I was sexually abused at seven. Mm -hmm. I make jokes about that now. And my mom was like, you shouldn't joke about that. And I was like. That's just how I cope. Right. Now, I'm not going to do that joke with just anybody. Right. I'm not going to do that, you know, those kind of jokes with with Facebook. Mm-hmm. God, no. Mm-hmm. But, like, with the people that I have been close with, like, just humor is what heals me. That's right. just what I've learned to come. Especially, like, in my family. Like, like I was telling you the other day, like, my dad whooped my ass so much, I don't have an ass. <laughs> like, I have a flat ass. Because I got whooped. Mm. But that's me telling myself I'm healed from that area. Yeah. If I can joke about it, it's a healing process. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just what I'm telling me through those negative posts. Now, I was never bashing anybody. I was never negative towards myself. I would just be more like, man, today is just not the day I wanted it to be. Yeah. You know, but I have seen people like there's. Yeah. And like, shout out to Helen if she listens to this because like, 
last i think it was like last year like she would like and she posts a lot on her snapchat and yeah. i like i'll like once i see that she's like going on a rant about whatever she wants to talk about like i plug in my earbuds and i listen to her i legit listen to all her snaps yeah and, one time she made me cry and like yeah because she'd be talking about some deep stuff and yeah. last year though i think it's when like she really started it and like she would just like be crying on there and i'm just like damn girl like you really yeah. going into this like 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 you have balls because i couldn't do this but it's like you got balls to be posting all this stuff and like you but know how many people do you think count her as a negative person no i mean i hope not a lot because like the shit she would have to say was like i mean i feel like a lot of people could relate i mean i would relate to her so i feel like a lot of other people could relate to her yeah. and so it's like now that like i feel like last year was like I don't know, like, she was trying to see if she wanted to climb the ladder type of thing. Mm -hmm. And now she's, like, climbing it and she's getting up there to where she's, like, shining. And it's just, like, to her, like, that would be cool because now she can reflect on these old videos that she would post on Snapchat. And they're going to come up on her memories. And one day she's just going to look back at them like, damn, like, mm -hmm. you know, I did that shit. Yeah. And I think she's gotten to the point where... It, she didn't care what people had to say. No, she doesn't. Like, that was for her. For yeah. her to get it out. For her to, for her comfort. And it just happened that a lot of people related. Were, were related to it. Because, yeah. again, when I when we did the episode, the next day, I had forgotten about half the things I've spoken about. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, like, yeah. what did all that I let out? Like, yeah. okay, let me just wait until the episode comes out. And I was like, okay, you know, yeah. for me, it was healing. I really don't care what people think. Mm -hmm. but a lot of people were like, man, I've gone through that. Yeah. I feel that. And it's like, okay, a lot of times you don't know. It takes one person to speak up about it yeah. for the rest to follow. So I think she's gotten to the point where she realized maybe like, man, there's a lot of women that feel the same way. There's a lot of people that feel the same way. Yeah. Because there's been times where I'm at, I was at work and I was like, all right, give me a second to the customer. Let me put you on hold. Put the hold and I'm going through and I'm like, damn, okay. Like, even I can relate. Like, hey, yeah. I'll, you know, slide up, talk to her, make sure she's good. Or, yeah. hey, I'm feeling the same way, blah, blah, blah. But I think she's gotten to that point where it's like, she's doing this for herself. For herself. For yeah. herself. And, and I think we need more people like that mm -hmm. on social media. Who yeah. They're going to keep it real. They're going to tell you how yeah. it is. And yeah. not just, oh. Sugar-coated. you sugar-coated. Yeah. Because that's the beautiful part of healing, honestly. Yeah. Those ugly snot bubble cries, mm -hmm. those are what's healing you. Like, yeah. I feel like every time a tear, like, you know, just drops, it's like, okay, one step closer to my healing, one step closer to one day looking back at this and, oh my God, I cannot believe I was there. And yeah. look how far I've come along. But again, social media, everybody around you, they're just not used to people being real like that. Yeah. People are used to you clowning around. You know, you know, saying fake stuff, shouting out people, mm -hmm. you know, to get more likes or, or whatever, you know, and that's just how our gender, well, y'all's generation is like now. <laughs> I mean, you're still here with us. You're only a few years older. Yeah. But to me, e even though. I just want to clarify. I'm not part of the generation, the Gen Z. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I am not. I was born 1995. It's like right on there. It is right there. Yeah. You're part of them. You're part of the tripod kids. No. You're a problem. No. You're generation eight soap. Yeah, the tripod kids. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're not a millennial. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm. No. I am, aren't I? No. Why? What year were we born? 88. Yeah, no. You're not a 90s kid. Google said I was. No. Again. But see, that's some BS because... 96 is part of the 90s why did we get cut off something happened now 
Like, like, and that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, somebody needs to recounter that because I was born in '96. And you know what else? Somebody needs to stop naming these hurricanes with Mexican names. <laughs> That's offensive. The name of Mexican women. <laughs> Y'all wild. That's because they toxic. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. <laughs> Y'all crazy. No, so am I not supposed to be? No, I don't know. But you see, again, I said yeah. that because look, somebody made that up, oh. and it creates these conversations. It yeah. does because, like, like, I was reading this whole thing, and I'm just all like, hell no! Nah. Like, I refuse to be part of this generation Gen Z type of thing because. Even though they have, they brought some kind of good stuff. Like right. The technology and all that other stuff. But still, I will never consider myself part of Generation Z. I think you're like at that sweet spot where you're part the of this sides, yeah. and you're part of that. Because yeah. I feel like I'm in a good spot. Like, I'm learning a lot from my parents. Hard yeah. work, you know, this, this, this. But I'm also learning the new age. Work harder, it's not smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like at a cross with my parents where it's like. It's not what we taught you, but yeah. we're going to let you do what you want to do. Right. And it's like, okay, I got the best of both worlds. Both worlds, So I yeah. think I'm, like, I'm in a good spot of where I was born. Yeah. But no, but I think also, too, like, have these things been going on? But now the power of internet and Wi-Fi and social media isn't now. Yeah. We're seeing it. Like, it's always, like, racism. Racism's still alive. It's always been there. And yeah. it will always be alive. Now it's, it's just getting recorded. There. It's just now getting recorded, and now you get to see it. But mm-hmm. that's always been there. So a lot of these situations, that's what it is. It, it's always been there. We just have never been able to hear it because we never had the, the technology the technology and the speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know why I keep thinking of Kanye, but Kanye does something Within minutes. And it's out. It's out. Yeah. So things like that happen, like shootings. Within Mm -hmm. shooting, minutes, we know. Yeah. Amber alerts, like stuff like that. So I think it's just in the age, which is a very weird time to be alive, because we're we're in a very innovating time where a lot of things are happening, a lot of good things are happening, but on the other side of the coin, a lot of bad things are happening. Yeah. Um, You know, COVID or response to COVID was horrible. Now you add, you know, all these other things and, you know, we're still dealing with a lot of racism, a lot of uncertainty, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it all has to do with, it's all been there. Yeah. We now just finally have the technology that we need to spread it out to yeah. millions in a matter of seconds. Like Twitter. Twitter is huge. Yeah. I'm on Twitter for news, for events, for stuff like that. Stuff like that comes out, boom. And Twitter, mm-hmm. does. there's no filter. There's no... You know, it's going to get blocked and there's fact checking to it where if something is not true, Twitter will tell you, hey, this may not be 100% accurate. Yeah. So oh, th- wow. so that's the reason why I'm on Twitter. I mean, a lot of people, again, followers, social media. I know. used to be on Twitter just because like, I don't know, it was like a type of thing like at late night, like everybody would just be on Twitter and like just talking and like you post things there where you can't post it on Facebook because that's where all your deals are at. <laughs> but Twitter too, Twitter is like different. Like yeah, you can no, say it's a different vibe. Like I had a sandwich today and it was bomb, and you will get like fifteen likes, and yeah. it's like nobody cares. Move on to the next thing. Yep. And yeah. it has like a certain amount of characters, so you're yeah. not gonna ramble on. You're just gonna quick thought, boom, next. Mm-hmm. So Twitter is very, very different. I will say that. Yeah, I, it's more. I feel like. I like Twitter almost most. I I meet a lot of strangers like by 
some stupid hashtag I used or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. Twitter culture is very, I think it's like more united. Yeah. In mm-hmm. Facebook, it's like, oh, let me go snoop. Let me go see what so-and-so is doing. Yeah. Like, Facebook is the Tia Chismosa's on the outside lawn. Yes. Looking at the neighbor because their house is like, it's not funny, don't you think? And then they go out and be like, and that's what Facebook is. Yeah. Trust me, my parents know everything that I do, whether I post it or not. Yeah. Like people have tagged me on pictures. Mm. And my dad was like, What were you doing there at three in the morning? I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> Somebody sent me a picture. And I was like, uh. For a while I thought about deleting all my social media just because everything I did got to my parents. Mm. Like and going back to the beginning of the conversation. That's okay, Tony. Yeah. They're gonna love you. They're you're th- Oh, now I'm at the point I don't get well, who my parents? Mm-hmm. Oh, but they better love me. They'll but love you no matter what. I'm talking what. about strangers. Now I'm at the point where I'm like even, even my parents, I'm still I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, whether they accept it or not. Like Well, I'm, I'm barely getting to that. <laughs> I'm barely getting Into to that. that. And even then, I, I feel like I'm based a lot of my decision based on what they will approve or not. Even okay. subcon unsubcon um subconsciously, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I don't notice my decision making and my friends at work like that it's in Why? influence. Is that your dad? I'm like Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> let me rethink about it, and I have to retrain my steps. I have to be retraining what I believe that I now believe that I didn't believe as a kid. Right. I have so many different beliefs now. Mm-hmm. Same. And, and it's okay, but it takes a while for your your mind to adjust to reteach everything that you've been taught from either yeah. your parents or religion or teachers or, or whatever. Yeah, I think I like the first like rebellious thing I did, and it felt so cool. Was I went and got a tattoo, and my mom. But I, it's crazy though. I asked my mom. Oh, you? I, I didn't ask. I asked. But we'll get to that. I was like, "Hey, mom." She's like, "What's up?" I was like, "You know, I just turned twenty-one. Can I go get a tattoo when we go to Vegas? Because we we're gonna go to Vegas." And she was all like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, why not?" I was like, "It's just something I want to do. I don't yeah. know." And she was all like. I'm like, but don't don't start talking to me about church, about how God's not going to love me because my body's a temple and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, it's not, I'm not getting the devil, like, tatted on me. <laughs> that just took me back. <laughs> I was just like, okay, go. Sorry, and go I'm on. just like, it's not that. Like, why do we, why do you have to, like, keep comparing my life to if God is going to love me or if God yeah. is going to accept me and what are the people going to say? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And she was like, after we had a little speech, she was like, okay. Get it somewhere where I can't see it. I'm like, all right, bet. So we go to Vegas. I'm out there and I make like, she leaves to Cali because I'm originally from there. So we have family in Vegas and then we have family in Cali. So she's like, all right, you know, in these two days, I'm going to go to Cali and I'll be back. I'm like, all right, cool. Bye. And so I say, my cousin's house, I schedule this tattoo appointment. I'm like on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter finding a, looking for a tattoo artist. I found, I find a guy and he gets me in. And he was like, all right, what do you want? I was like, I want a lotus flower. Okay, where do you want it? Oh, I want it like on my rib, like around my ribs. Are you sure? That hurt? It really didn't hurt. I was more uncomfortable more than anything because I wasn't naked, but like I had to have my shirt off and like. You're like Peter Griffin, like sad. Yes, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. So that's what I was more concerned about. Like I was like holding my shirt. So like, yeah. yeah. And so (laughs) like, that's what I was more concerned about. I like the pain. It did it. Like it just felt really good. I don't know. I'm like a sucker for pain. Like if I'm feeling like lately, I've been kind of like 
down on the downside so i'm like i want to go either get a tattoo or go get a piercing like on my ear type of thing like okay. just so i can feel like some pain i don't know i'm weird <laughs> and you get you out of that funk yeah, yeah. that's what and, running does to me yes like, i'll run until i can't take it and it's like all right cool we're good now like, we're good now yeah <laughs> and so i got the tattoo right we're on our way back from vegas whatever we're we're on our way back to oklahoma from vegas and we stopped in albuquerque and i have to shower and we're in the same hotel as my mom and i'm like all right mom I got the tattoo and she was like, seriously? I was like, yeah. And she's like, where'd you get it? And I showed her and it's like, you can't, you know, I take off my shirt and everything. And she's like, why'd you get it there? I'm like, what do you mean? You told me to get it somewhere. You couldn't see it. She's like, yeah, but now nobody's going to be able to see it and you're not going to be able to show it off and this and that. You're like, come again. I was like, oh my God, lady, you going to kill me. Like, damn if I do and damn if I don't. And so then my dad finds out I get a tattoo. Ooh. Oh, boy. He in Mexico, so he's just cussing me out through the phone. I'm like, Dad, I already got it, so I'm sorry. He's like, did you ask your mother? I'm like, yep, I sure did. And so then he gets mad because my mom didn't tell him anything. But, like, my parents aren't together anymore, so it's like, what, what you tripping about? You know, yeah. like, you over there and I'm over here. And so ever since then, I'm just like, if it's, like, a big decision, like, I'll take my mom into consideration and I'll be like, Mom, you know, I've been thinking about doing this and this and this. And she'll be like, she'll tell me her two cents. And if I care, like, if it, like if it's, like, realistic, I'll take it. If not, I'm just like, eh, I'm going to yeah. do it anyways, you know? And so that that was, like, it felt so good, though. Like, just being able to do something, like, they're not going to, like, stop loving. Like, they, my mom still loves me no matter what, you know? And it's just, like, I, I'm not a bad person. I don't have, like. You know, like I want to get like my whole arm tatted type of thing, but I'm just like, nah, that's a little, that's a little too much. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know. Like sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. What makes you I happy? I want to get one. Do it. Let's go. Really? <laughs> Let's go. I need to get you one. <laughs> I no, just don't know where I would get it. Like I, I don't know where I would get it. But I'm, I've been wanting on your one butt for cheek. like. <laughs> get your face like Stebo. God. <laughs> no, I want to get it like right here, probably. Yeah. What is this part called? Your people forearm? can't see me. Forearm. My forearm. I want to get, get it your logo. <gasps> I mean, look. <laughs> that I can put on my ass. I got mine. Oh. Wow. So tell me, what's Top well made. I don't know what Top Ends is. Top Ends, it's <laughs> my business. Um, I know shit. Well, you asked. <laughs> what? I know it's your business. The so, exclusive. So Top Ends is, um, like, it's a soccer term. So you have your goal, which is your rectangle. Mm-hmm. When somebody scores a goal, like in the... 90 degree angle mm-hmm. uh in england they call that top bins oh so my brother um he watches a lot of youtube and he's the one that actually came up with the name because i was like hey i'm gonna start this business like i need a name mm-hmm. and i was just saying like off the wall names and then he kept saying top bins top bins and i was like boom top bins and then the logo that's why the ball is like in the upper right hand okay. corner because it's top bins okay so that's where they came from but i was like oh okay cool yeah and i told my wife i was like i'm gonna get this tattoo but more because it had a lot of meaning to me because i created it uh-huh. and it was like my baby like yeah. I, I went through a lot of you know failing experiments and it, i got it to where it's now right and so to me it's more than just a logo it's a, a, lot, a lot it's of a personal part of your meaning. life yeah yeah because like you know, like this tattoo here, like you're talking about doing, a, a, you know, something crazy. Yeah. My parents always said, you, if you get tattoos, we're going to kick you out. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, cool. I turned 18. 
And I was like, all right, let's go get a tattoo. So this was like the first tattoo that I got. Damn. That one and then this one, which is uh, Philippians 4.13, which is, you know, oh, I can okay. do all and things to Christ who mm-hmm. strengthens me. So those were my first, my first tattoos. Mm-hmm. And even though I got them, I was terrified and I tried to hide them from mom. But my mom is, she's not like, how you say, like nosy, uh-huh. but she knows, like she's very, she knows when something's yeah, up. Yeah. I get that from her. Like I'm very detail oriented about uh-huh. people and that's where I make a lot of my, not judgment, but my decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got that from her because she's like that. And she, she realized it because when you get a tattoo, you have to get Aquaphor and you have to get soap, like a mm-hmm. uh, so specific soap. Yeah. So she knew, like, even though she didn't know exactly what was going on, she kind of already had an idea. Mm-hmm. So one day she just like called me out on it. And I was like, yeah, I got it. And then I ended up getting the the flowers, uh-huh. but I messed up because I got them in the in the summer. So I was wearing long sleeve shirts, hoodies, oh. jackets, and it got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I cannot. I'm just sweating all the time. And they're like, Oh yeah, we're than you. We were just waiting <laughs> for you. Because they were like, who wears, you know, long yeah. sleeve and hoodies? And my mom was like, yeah, I saw the Aquaphor and the soap, like, I already knew. <laughs> so now it's like, So you know, they didn't kick you out, I'm assuming? No, they didn't kick me out. But I kind of did it to not battle them, but yeah. just to see, see what would happen. Because yeah. I was like, I'm going to get So do regardless. any of your tattoos have meaning on your arm? I, yeah, they all have meaning. So, um, like, this right here is Mind Over Matter. Okay. But it's just, you know, the logo. Um, the, the Haka which is kind of like live life, live, be good, yeah. you know? So for me, it's like, I, a lot of these tattoos, they're, they're personal meaning because I, I, I like to uplift myself. And yeah. again, I don't like falling into that black hole. So a lot of times it's just a quick reminder, like, okay, hey, you know, God's yeah. always with me. Keep your mind straight and all yeah. like that. And so like the Aztec, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm Mexican, my heritage, my flowers from my mom and my grandma, uh, my mom's initials, uh, which is GM and my grandma's initials, which is surprisingly the backwards, MG. Oh. Number 11 has been my favorite number. Uh, love, because I love soccer. Uh, J. Cole, uh, Born Center. Hey. My favorite rapper, but yes. his music has helped me a lot. Yes. So, to me, very, very personal. And then, line. You cool. got to be fierce and ferocious and not scared. That's so, a lot of these awesome. for me is, you know, when I got these tattoos again, it was like, man, what are people going to think? Because for me, it's like they're all random. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But to me, they're personal. They have a lot of meaning to me. So it's like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. These are for me. They're in my body. Like, right. And that's why... Um, Which one was it? No, I guess they're all facing the other way. So that's what the tattoo artist said. Because he's like, what size do you want them? And I was like, which one looks better? Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, that side. But I was like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Mm. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you love J. Cole. Oh, I, I love, love J. Cole. Cole. I get like, to see you, him in October. Do you? Yes. Uh, where? And Not Dallas. Much. Dallas? Oh, Christina, if you're hearing this, we're going. Uh, yeah, you're, he's coming. <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, yeah, he um, he's coming in October. I think it's like October 11th or something Ooh. like that. Um, yeah. I need to hear it. I don't know who that is. You don't know who J. Cole is? <sighs> no. So, okay. So, we talked about a lot of these, you know, society and people looking down on you. Yeah. He actually talks a lot. Well, he does, yeah, I guess he raps about it. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of listen to his music beginning to his music now, you see the journey of him developing into, okay, at first I did it for, how they say, bitches, money, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and that. And now he's like, I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't care about 
the jewelry, the money. I do this because I want to and because I enjoy it. Yeah. And like, there's a song and called. Because he has a story behind yes. like every song. Yes, there's some songs that um, a lot of people don't like because of the beat or whatever. But if you listen to the lyrics, then you're able to understand the story. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. crooked, crooked tomorrow, a, a great, great song. He talks about people's imperfections and how. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, you're happy, you are who you you, and you're beautiful the way that you are. And a lot of people, you know, it's a good song, but a lot of people just sing to it or like it because of the beat, because mm. of how it flows. But you got a lot of his songs, you got to decipher it and read through it and understand the story. I need you to send me a playlist. Yeah. So I can listen to the like his top best three or something. Yeah. No, he's... I saw him once already. And I was trying to look up the song, but I couldn't find it. But it was like, he was like telling the whole story. It was about where like, he's in a house and like, he gets raided because like, they think oh, yeah. he's selling, they, they're selling drugs. Like, I think it's neighbors. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just, he's just the, ra- like, he's just the rapper. Like, he's not selling drugs. He's not doing all that. And like, in the concert though, like, he went like into detail about the story. And I guess it's a true story. Yeah, it's a and true story. And so, like, the way he performed, like he came out in a jumpsuit and like handcuffs and everything, like it was, it was awesome. Oh, does he cry? Shit, probably. I don't he know. gets emotional, yeah, but he... I don't think he cries. I think he contains it. But yeah, that story. He he bought a house, I think, in his hometown, mm-hmm. and he turned it into a studio. Mm-hmm. So that's where he spent all his time while he was recording the studio. And I guess the neighbors really thought he was selling drugs, so they called the feds, oh. and they showed up and raided his house, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, he talks about it, and he raps about it. He also raps about, like, when he used to, you know, he used to work for Subway, how he, you know, would stay outside of Jay-Z's office to hand him his CD, how he made it. Like, he talks about it, he gets yeah. into detail. So his story, for me, is just very uplifting, mm-hmm. very, yeah. um, you know, it, it motivates me, and it's like, you know, you're not always going to have the easy road to the top, and oh, for sure. you're not always going to be the cookie-cutter person that mm-hmm. you need to be that these people want you to be so for me it was like that always helped me you, you know, have my a favorite song um i don't yeah no, i have like a playlist of the songs that i listen to the most but yeah. i don't think like dollar and dream in Dude, itself yes in itself a dollar and a dream mm-hmm. he was broke but he had a dream and mm-hmm. what did he do he worked mm-hmm. and worked and worked until he achieved that dream so yeah. to me it's like i have a dream mm-hmm I'm not going to stop until I get there. Yes, I may have setbacks. Yes, I may have, you know, good times, yeah. bad times, but I'm still going to accomplish that dream. Yeah. And that's kind of like the, the message of that song. Mm-hmm. So I would think if I had to choose, that would probably be, be the one. Be the one. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's just like I said, a lot of times they're like, what do you have a J. Cole tattoo? Well, it's more than just a J. Cole tattoo. Yeah. It's the music and what it's done for me personally and what I take out of it. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, some of the tattoos, they're for me. They're not for yeah. anybody else. Yeah. Like the logo, I got it in my leg. Nobody else can see it. And now it's like, I came up with the second logo and I created that myself and I want to get it. Mm-hmm. And Christina's like, no, I'm not going to let you. And I'm like, why not? Like, this is for me. You know, yeah. it's my body. Like, but I get, I get where she's coming from, you know, like probably just going a little overboard now getting more tattoos. <laughs> but to me, it's like, I created on my own. Like, yes, this one's always going to have the most value to me yeah because that's what was the beginning that's where it all started but i created that second logo on my own like i didn't pay nobody i didn't have any help like that was my own idea and that's hard to do yeah 
I mean, I so I did it online do. and I had a little bit of help, but still, it was me putting in the work. But the creativity, and, though, it's yeah, like, the creativity yeah. behind it. So I was like, I still yeah. want to get it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, sooner than later, I'm still gonna get it regardless. But, <laughs> so, but do it. No, yeah. that's awesome. So what do you what do you sell? What do you provide with Top Bins? Yeah. So when it started, it was uh, soccer jerseys. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go to the story. Um, so what it was is we were living in a two house apart, uh, two bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. and you know it was. My two oldest daughters, and then at that point, it was just my my baby at that point, Sophia. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had a room. The kids had on the room and living room. So it was a very small apartment. Well, before I got with Christina, I was I was just shopped, 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 and bought a lot of shoes and bought a lot of clothes. And even when I got with her, I had a lot of clothes with tags, like tags, 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 tags. So, you know, normally you expect the girl to have a bunch of shoes, yeah. a bunch of clothes. <laughs> no, that was me. Like my or closet was my closet. Mm-hmm. Like my clothes was in there. So it got to the point where it's like, okay, hey, baby's here. We need some space. Like you need to do something about all these clothes. And so I'm not a hoarder, but I get attached to things. So it got to the point where I was like, all right, fine. Let me do this. I'm going to post a lot of this stuff on my Instagram and just see what it sells. And so I've had, I think I had like over a hundred jerseys, soccer jerseys. Okay. And she was like, hey, you need to do something with these jerseys. So I was like, all right, fine. I have an idea. I was like, let me try this first. If it works, then I'll, I'll go beyond that. Mm-hmm. Well, I started posting, you know, sports shirts, just T-shirts, dress shirts, shoes, vans, whatever. I literally sold everything that I posted within like two days. I think I was only left with like five items. So I was like, okay, this is cool. And this is when COVID has just started. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, I may have something kind of on my hands. So, you know, my mind started rolling. I was like, man, you know what? They're just soccer jerseys at the end of the day. They're just a piece of clothing. Yeah. Let me build a page and let me start selling my soccer jerseys on there. So I grabbed a towel. That was my background. Towel, jerk, picture, picture, picture. And I started posting them all on the page. And that's when I was like, hey, um, told my brother, I was like, hey, you want to join in with me? Like, I need a name, and a logo, or you know what? Let's just start it. Let's, you know, pick a name. Pick a picture of Google. Let's roll with that. And so that's when he came up with Top Bins. And I was like, okay, cool. We got we got a name. We got a page. Let's roll. It blew up quick. And so I have friends, you know, a lot of friends who are well-known in the community. Javier, mm-hmm. Pollo, you've had him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lawyer Hernandez. If you yeah. I don't, we know him as Pollo. We go back in the day. Yeah. He helped me a lot because he would, you know, post my stuff with Football Factory and follow this page and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And other people, too. So word of mouth was humongous it helped me grow a lot to where you know people were being consistent buyers and so i was like okay started selling my jerseys like i think from that original 100 i only have like five like she's like keep what you're gonna keep sell the rest right so i was like okay these are my five i am not getting rid of these let's sell everything else Mm -hmm. so then you know um i was like okay if i'm gonna keep this going i need to now find inventory yeah so um luckily enough a lot of people were like hey i have jerseys that i don't need if you want to buy them off me sell them whatever you want to do all right cool started buying things from people started going into stores finding jerseys selling mm-hmm. them you know finding deals online buying in bulk whatever i could do to get inventory in mm-hmm. and so slowly but surely I, I progressed i've grown to where now i do basketball jerseys baseball jerseys football jerseys 
Dang. anything any jersey i for the most part can get it you know t-shirts mm-hmm. uh anything sport related i can get it jackets i started getting to jackets and then just recently i started doing sports cards so i'm mm-hmm. trying to incorporate the sports cards into it um, i think a lot of people are still fairly new to it they like the concept mm-hmm. but i think i do need to do a little bit more getting on that but yeah. i specialize on jerseys and sports equipment and attire okay. and stuff like that so i even like i've sponsored teams i've uh bought you know got in team jerseys like i've i've been able to grow and develop just right. from the connections that i have that that's what top bins is that's awesome yeah you need, my boy yeah if you need jerseys hit me up at top bin sales okc on oddly enough my biggest followings on instagram we're almost at a thousand it's weird like i'm like at 970 and then i go 974 972, 972. <laughs> i'm like just give me to a thousand yeah but, hey, let's get him to a thousand, y'all. Yes. Go follow him. That's follow awesome. Follow him. Send him a message, a request. Yes, if you're looking something. for a specific something, come on. Yeah. Give me to a thousand and we'll give a free jersey. How about oh, that? Ooh. You heard it first. Hey, hey, hey. We should do, have you. Were you able to get in that pink Mexico jersey? Yeah. I actually sold out. Like, so I. And that, see, that's the hard part. Um, I talk about not care about, about you know not caring about personally what people think, mm-hmm. but when you own a business, you have to care about what people oh, yeah. think. So yeah. it's it's hard trying to figure out exactly what people like, what's gonna sell. So a lot of times when I get a jersey and if I if I know I can get it in every size, I try not to overdo it. So I do maybe one of each, two of each, and just kind of see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And so with the Mexico jersey, I think I only ended up getting three or four because I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. And I forgot that they were playing. Every time I've, mm. I've gotten them, sold, 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 sold. And so a lot of people, they just play in Dallas. They're they're hitting me up. Hey, do you have this jersey? Hey, do you have this jersey? And I'm like, nah. Damn. And like today, I actually sold two USA jerseys because I guess mm-hmm. they're about to play. So a lot of times people will randomly hit me up. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't have it. Yeah. Or, but it's also kind of bit me in the butt where sometimes I buy too much of it. And now I'm left behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I've done and... I guess this would be an exclusive for y'all because I haven't released none of this information is I've started building mystery packs. Ooh. So some of the old inventory that I know I'm not going to keep. Why am I keeping it? I'm a, I put it in a bag where, you know, it's sealed. Mm-hmm. And I think I started with so far either three or four of each size just as a test round mm-hmm. and just put a sticker on it, put a size and put a price on it. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, anybody that wants to buy a mystery pack and see what you get. It's going to be $30, pick your size, and then be surprised in the jersey that you get. Right. That's cool. Yeah, so it's just something. And I actually got the idea of um, this guy named TJ. He's in a a card group that I'm in. Uh And so he used to do card mystery packs. Mm. So NFL, football, basketball, whatever, $50, $75, $100. And he would have different cards around that value. Right. But what I'm doing is I'm I'm doing just jerseys. Yeah. Pick your size, $30, and what you get is what you get. Yeah. Yeah, It could be retro, new, old, whatever, but you're going to get, I promise you're going to get your values worth. So usually jerseys I sell them for 40 and up, Mm -hmm. this is going to be $30. So it's still going to be cheaper just just because you don't know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That is cool. That's clever. Yeah. So I was like, I need to get some of this inventory out. So Mm -hmm. I was like, why not? Why not do a mystery pack and have some fun with it? Yeah. Yeah, that should be Look fun. At you. Yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. Now yeah. I know. Now I know who, where to go get a jersey. I haven't bought a jersey in a long time. What's your favorite team? I don't have. One. You don't have one. No. Oh, I do have a jersey. I'm just kidding. I have a, a Russell Wilson jersey. Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay. 
Um, I bought it for Brandon, but he's a, Cincinnati Bengals. a Bengals. Wait, he's a fan of what? A Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, okay. And so like I did it as a prank. So I bought him a Seahawk jersey and he was just like, really? I'm never going to wear this. So I was like, all right, I'll wear it. And then, um, cause I like Russell Wilson and I just not necessarily cause of the player he is just as the person. That's why I don't have like a favorite team because I like look into the players and I'm like, Oh, he does that for the community. I fuck with him. Like I'm a fan. Hmm. And so that's the type of person I am. Yeah. Um, I grew up being a, a Kobe Bryant fan. Like my dad was a big time Kobe Bryant fan. So I was always a Laker fan just because of that. Um, I couldn't tell you shit about his stats or whatever. I just, Followed what my dad liked, and yeah, oh, he had such a cool Laker jacket. It was like a leather, and Ooh. it was so nice. And he sent it to his brother in Mexico, and I'm just like, that jacket's gone, Dad. I could have had it. Yeah, like it was mm. so beautiful. Um, but yeah, so sports. I I mean, I'll watch them. Like I love watching sports. I love going to like football games, mm-hmm. um, basketball games. I'm all there. But I don't have like a special team. No. I need a Mexico jersey though, so I I'm might you. hit you up. I got you. That's yeah, why I was asking up. you for that black and pink one. I need one. I think I have a small one right now, but I don't. I mean, I don't know what size you wear. Large, I'm guessing. Large. large. Tony was like, I think she wears large. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like this shirt's a medium, and it's just like so tight, and I'm just like, oh, I can't breathe. So yeah. I like, I like to be able to breathe in my shirts. Right. I like them nice and big. And that's why we don't top the buttons on the top of my shirt. <laughs> No, yeah. Let it go, Tony. Let it go. My my son, my dad, he's a big Santos fan, and so my son, he has a he has a Santos jersey. My dad sent him, and it, it just looks so cute. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's so. Cute. I wish I could be into sports, and I just can't get into it. You can't even watch him. No, like my friends would be like, come on, like to the ISA, mm-hmm. come on, okay. No, but ISA is different, man. No, I, no, 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 but no, <laughs> what I'm ISA, saying. Let's not get into that, but ISA No, is... but what I'm saying is like just sports in general. Oh, like, okay. I, I cannot, like yeah. I can't, no. I can say focus, I can't, like, oh, like, you're going to watch this play, like, okay, I'm like, you suck! Mm. Like, whatever. But no, I, I just, I don't know, I never, I mean, I played soccer for a while, but mm, that didn't go we so heard. well. Yeah. <laughs> embarrassing stories but no it's yeah it's okay it is okay you can just be a cheerleader i'll be in the band (laughs) (laughs) i'm a drummer no there you go oh i was about to say they don't have drummers in band but i guess they have the little the ones the snare yeah Yeah. that thing i don't know if i get like the drum roll that's your favorite movie what uh drumline oh drumline i haven't seen it what yeah have you not seen drumline i haven't even seen whiplash I've never seen that. Yeah, everybody that knows me, I'm like, go watch these two movies. I'm like, I don't. Know. Yeah, I like playing it. I don't like watching it. <laughs> like it's weird. Well, I mean, I would just assume drumline because they play a lot of like music stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I figured. You'd I mean, I have it on my playlist. I just haven't seen it <laughs> on your playlist. I know. Yeah, because uh, I think it was on uh, HBO Max. I think or- probably. Something, it's a know. it's a popular movie still, even it though it's is. like super old. It's a good movie though. Is it? I like it. Hmm. I couldn't tell you what it's about, but Drums. I've watched it, but I can't remember what. It's about. No, I watched it and give you my feedback. We like appreciate they were faking it. the drums. <laughs> You're gonna go too into detail about it, huh? You're gonna be watching every movie. I mean, y'all me. can tell by now on all these episodes. I can go deep into any conversation. <laughs> Like, he used the wrong tip on that drumstick, and he didn't tune that drum right enough. Like, no. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm a harsh critic, I think. Except when it comes to tacos. I'm a harder critic on that. <laughs> and we know how that went. I know. I'm surprised we didn't get any like bad feedback on that one. Because you just worry too much. You no, be, you no. You can't be I'm worried not about what worried. I'm just saying. I don't want. What are they going to say? They no, 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 no. Not what they're going to say. I just don't want to be like, they hate my business. You know what I mean? Oh. No. no. Make I better tacos. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> See, that was you. That wasn't me. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I sh- like I do care, but man, it might make some better tacos. Like, if you... I don't know. I mean, it's got to be... It's, it's hard to mess up tacos. Unless you just burn That's the meat. That's what I told her. I was like, how can you make some dry-ass tacos? Unless you just, yeah, burn the meat, then all right. Exactly. Or your salsa's not good, then all right. And then the tortillas were hard. Yeah, they really Okay, yeah, then, yeah. Like, they Never were mind. cold. Like, it yeah, was... Nah. I don't even think they cooked them all, like, heated them all away. No. So, I mean, you just... You get what you ask for. <laughs> we didn't ask for No, that. you get what you pay for. We didn't pay for that either. Oh, well, then... We paid... We paid a lot. Well... Yeah. We paid a lot, yeah. We paid like $21 for six tacos. And two aguas. That's a about Two and $3 a taco? That's a lot. Yeah, no. For them not to be good? Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll go somewhere else and pay them $2, but they're going to be good. Yeah. But, nah, Tony's. We got here, we were like, are we really going to record about this? Because mm. we, we thought they were going to be good. Mm. And, and like, no. damn that, it. There you go. That's your next idea. Start, uh... A food blog? A food blog. Dude. I wanted to do that for the longest because my dad, like, he knows all the spots. So really? I, I hate to say it, but I go with my parents on Sunday just thinking, hoping they're going to feed me. Because they know the <laughs> oh, spots. Oh, I do that. They know the spots. Yeah. So my dad's like, hey, try this spot, try this spot. And I'm like, dude, you're like the food guru. Like, yeah. I need to start an Instagram with just you and, yeah. like, yeah. these places. But that's cool. Because I told my wife, I was like, I, I always wanted to do a YouTube channel. I just uh-huh. never got around to it. But like, mm-hmm. you know, the chicken sandwich was the biggest thing for a while. Oh, So yeah. I was like, let's go try every single chicken sandwich and yeah. start recording. And I was like, that'd be so cool. But yes. Like, I don't mind doing it. that. I mean, we we're, we're going to do that with tacos. Might as well do it with chicken. Do with everything. Yeah. I haven't tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich, so I'm done trying it. I've tried it. Popeyes. The first one. The first one they came out with was the best. Like the first version. I think. Wait, the changed. one that I have now is different. I think they changed it up. Really? Oh. Yeah, because we tried one and it was like, okay, this is. I was like, this is better than Chick Fil A. Oh, and that's saying something. See, when I tried it, I thought it was better than Chick Fil A too. And then the second Ooh. time, I was like, mm, okay, maybe not. So maybe I tried it at the beginning. Then. Dun 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 dun. I never tried it, so I can't. I can't say anything. Let me go back. I'll do the homework. I'll go back. I'll try it again. I'm like, <laughs> what Whataburgers is pretty good too. They have a chicken sandwich. They have chicken sandwich. I like their honey butter chicken biscuits. That's all I like from there. Same. They have a burger, though. It's like the sweet and spicy chicken so, burger, bacon cheeseburger. I think I've seen it. Is it in a chicken? Is it in a chicken the, with the chicken tenders or no? No. This is uh, like an different. actual hamburger. Oh, it's, I know what you're talking about, yeah. It's a, it's a, ham, it's a, it's a bacon cheese a hamburger. Yeah. Yes, a bun. <laughs> what? They have burgers I mean, there with, with, with Texas toast. toast. I change it all the time. Oh. Bro they do yeah you just tell them no yeah, bun you just bullied me for no reason <laughs> texas toes <laughs> no i didn't know that yeah um but no it's it, it's a bun <laughs> it's a hamburger with a bun good to know it's a bun <laughs> with sesame seeds yes and it has um sweet and sour sauce and it's so good or sweet I hate not not burger. sweet and sour sweet and spicy and it's like such a good sauce like i get extra so i can dip my fries in it Ooh. 
Hmm. I'll have to go try it out. Now. Yeah. <sighs> Y'all are making me hungry. I know. But I ate before I came, and I can't be eating late, you know? Lucky you. I had hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for being here, man. Hey, I had yeah. so much fun. It was so nice meeting it's you. Nice meeting yeah. you. I, I know. I mean, I know Tony, but it was yeah. really nice meeting you. Yeah. Again, just the connection I had with him, same with you. The conversation was really natural. So thank you for having me. Of no, course. thank you for coming thank back. You. You, this is your house. Um, Come back whenever you please. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. Whenever you want. Whenever you. Whenever you want to come, you can just join us. Yeah. Talk we're still, about anything. We're still gonna have. Uh, uh, yes, Christina. Yeah. So uh, she was Christina, excited. I just felt bad. I know. I know. I, I want to talk too. to her. I feel. I feel. I mean, um, I haven't met her in person yet, but I feel like we can go deep. She has. I think she has her own story to tell, and I think kind of like me, um, where it was really healing for me. Mm-hmm. It'll do the same for her. Mm-hmm. It's just I wanted to let her let talk her. about it, yeah. yeah. say it, and yeah. how comfortable she is. Because I think she's gonna be nervous, but I think as she gets going, mm-hmm. she's just gonna get the ball rolling, and, and it's gonna be good for her. But. Well, Christina, tell her we'll get her some this. wine. Don't say that. That's, that's, she that's loves like, wine. That was the magic word right there. Ooh, we can have some wine, <laughs> Christina. There's gonna be red or white, or both. I think white. We're gonna have white wine here waiting for you whenever you're ready. The doors are always open. <laughs> uh, probably, hopefully, sooner than later. Yes. And come share your story. And all right. Yes, yeah, so we, well, we appreciate you guys. Yes, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. We'll thank see you. y'all next week. Support our friend, you know, in his yes. business. If you need a jersey, hit him up. You've come a long way. It's been You've a long come road. A long way. It's been a long road, but I think I've I got I got it down. When yeah. were you here? Do you remember? Like what day? Uh, we can find out. I, I think, was here. Has it been a year? February third. No, I don't think it's been a year. Of nineteen ninety two. You can't when COVID started. Was it when COVID started? Yeah, I'm just gonna click it? on your page. We're gonna go back. December third of twenty twenty was when you made the post. So we recorded like a month before that, probably. So we're looking at what? Not even a November. year. Not even a year. Yeah, look at you. Oh man, it it feels like a long time. It does, That's but crazy. 2020 was a heavy year, though. This year's been a heavy year for yeah. us. That's the thing, too. It's been yeah. a very bad year for us with losses and yeah. hardship, but I think we're we're in the back end, and I think we're seeing the light, so... Yeah, good. good. Well, we're here for you. We're here for yes. you both. We're here thank for you, your family, you. and, you know, all the success in the world to you. Seriously, like, I hope to see you thrive even more. Yeah, and, of course. Good luck in this new journey. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Maybe next time I'll talk about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, once I'm in it and mm-hmm. everything I've learned, and yeah. it, I think it's a good experience. Come teach us something. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. That's what, that's what I'm doing it, is to, to learn and get the experience and it'll open up a new side of me that i i don't uh, maybe i'm i don't know i'm not comfortable in so I, i'm yeah. really really super excited yeah well like i said the doors are always open we'll see you again yes and to the listeners thank you so much for listening as always you know we love your feedback yes. write to us thank you guys for yeah. all the support and we'll see and y'all we'll see you then next, next time all right bye bye